So actually, I watched The Sopranos in the entirety of like in like two weeks. You watched the entire series in two weeks. In two weeks, so I watched them constantly, which isn't bad. I kind of liked them, but then it gave me a new found disrespect for Italian Americans <laughs> overall. And it's not the fact that like it wasn't the gangster parts, just the way they they move through life overall, and not just them. Okay. I'm talking about just normal like I don't know, just the way they. It seems like they perceive things that everything to be fucking great. You ever so notice like that? A, uh, so it's a cultural thing. It's a they're, cultural thing. It's an American approach. Italian. That's what it is. Okay. Okay. That Americanized Italian yeah. thing. Okay. Where they're trying to blend the two and it comes across as... It's fucking annoying. <laughs> that's one way to put it. All right. Well, I'm trying to think of all the Italian people. Because they know. try to bring the heritage so much that it's it's they don't try to dilute at all. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. So they're trying to get that American citizenship, but but there's no assimilation. They want to yeah. pull that. Always pulling the Italian card. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck that means. So you're talking about the ones who, they want Straight to make you. Jersey. Right. They want to make yeah. you believe I'm in the mob, even though you they know, have nothing a day shift either. manager at Subway. Yeah. That type. The okay. ones that can act hard. and Yeah, that, that type. Yeah. Okay. I don't mean this in an, as a... You know, a slur, but I mean these are like the Goombas, the go- the Goomba wannabes, yeah, the fist pumpers from Jersey Shore, yeah, those people. So it's not like the Italian people who live in Fargo and have the Italian restaurant down the street. It's this is the Jerseyites, yeah, really. the Jersey fucks, yeah. Okay, well that's a whole different issue. That's not even a, an Italian thing. That's a Jersey Italian thing. God, I hate Jersey. Yeah, nobody likes those people. Fucking Jersey sucks. No, it's such. It is such an outhouse. It is such a terrible place. But it's the fucking people, though. I mean, that's what makes it a shithole. Well, there are people who love. <laughs> there are people who love um, Atlantic City. It's, okay, this is if not. If you like 19, Atlantic City, you're a piece of shit. It's not 1987 anymore. All the hotels have closed. Atlantic City is a garbage dump. What can we compare now? Atlantic City to be? It's like the fucking, it's like the dollar store compared to Dollar General. That's what it's Myrtle Beach after Hurricane Hugo. Yeah, that's exactly (laughs) what it is. It's a shithole. People are like, yeah, even just seeing, like, know that they even have fucking boxing events or anything anymore. It just reminds me of, like, a a city where the grass grows in between the cracks of the fucking sidewalk and they don't ever fucking trim it, you know? It's Pigeon Forge after all the flooding. (laughs) It's Niagara Falls, outside the falls. That's like you know that's Niagara a, sucks ass. No, it's it's a dirty shithole. <laughs> it's, like, I mean, it's it's Upper New York. It's a suburb of fucking what is that? Um, Buffalo. Yeah, and th- think Buffalo's about a shithole. But think about it. You've got a bunch of people who just think, okay, I live here. Screw it. I'm going to Canada. That's the kind of place that it is. Uh, I'm out. I'm going to Canada. If I live there, I'd probably do that. And no offense to our friend Jim Ashley, who loves Canada and loves going to Toronto. I heard Canadian women are pretty fucking crazy. That's the only reason he likes it. I'm trying <clears> to get this arranged with our guest. I guarantee you that's the only reason he likes it, because it's just crazy. The chicks are just nuts. Um, I don't want to speak for him, Yeah, but I will anyway. I, I think that's a big part of it. Yeah, I've heard that about Canadian females. They're just kind of, they don't give a shit. Well, they live in Canada. There's nothing else to do. And if you don't like hockey, you're done. Luckily, oh. I like hockey. My they new, have Canadian my new league football. Jersey. Remember. My new, my new Pens jersey. Got a custom Pens jersey. I love hockey. Watched the Pens win last night, 4-3 in overtime. Yeah, I forgot. Hockey is like the same length as fucking NASCAR. That <laughs> shit's like every 
Every week of the year, except for like two weeks, they take a break. Yeah, the difference is it's interesting, and it requires... Oh, I hate NASCAR. It, it requires sucks. athletic ability. Isn't that one of the three things you said you grew up with, and you now uh, hate it because of that? I hate it. It was NASCAR... I like the World Championship Rally, but I can't stand NASCAR. What was it that you said you grew up with, and, and it just... Fucking Elvis movies. Dude. Yes, NASCAR, Elvis movies, and I think country music. Country were, music sucks. Were the three things that you grew up with. See, country music you. doesn't even exist anymore anyway, so I kind of actually... Uh, appreciate what i had then even though i hated it compared to the shit that's out now because it's just florida georgia line fucking mom jeans and american fighter t-shirts which i got an american fighter t-shirt for fucking christmas and i won't wear it because <laughs> i'm not i'm not gonna wear that shit i don't have any fucking mom jeans to go with it so <laughs> i'm not gonna do it Oh my fucking. gosh! Well, that's... hillbilly sees some shit on TV, and you're like, "Man, that's how you get girls. You got to fuck do what you see on TV." Well, you've got to hit the right the right letter there on TV. On TV, just like it's a guitar. Fucking TV! Gosh. I can't do it. You should be glad. What the fuck, man? Every time I sit down, then I end up like getting a oh. Getting a... Eric Slocum mentioned me in a comment. Oh, that's terrifying. Okay, they were talking about the Ninja Turtles movies. Okay. And they oh, the, said... the trilogy, yeah. Yeah, the third one sucked balls. Did it? I thought it did. I wouldn't know. I have not seen that. Oh, my. Okay. Well, this should be interesting. Yeah, I like it. On a beautiful... Saturday in early January in the Mountain State, it's episode 22 of Apex Live. I'm Brad, that's Steve. Hello, Steve. Hello. End of summer by the 126ers, copyright free to avoid litigation, but there's nothing more fruitless or frivolous than to sue the poor. It is 68 degrees on in, in early January. It doesn't even feel like winter, but a belated Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, you filthy animals. It's our first show of the year and of the new decade. Cover some things we missed during our hi hiatus last time. Social media mob wants to ban something again. We'll talk about that in our second segment. The impeachment nonsense continues. We're bombing the daylights out of stuff in the Middle East. We have a new segment to introduce on the program. And we have another Virginia Tech update. Whenever, wherever, and however you may be listening. It's episode 22 of the program. We've taken our digital Metamucil. We're going to be regular this year because schedules will permit. But for now, settle in, get comfortable, join us. From start to finish. Should be a good time. Steve, happy new year, man. How you doing? Oh, pretty good, man. Um, how was yours? I mean your your evening and day where you you don't drink, so you were okay. For like New Year's? Yeah. New Year's I did such an amazing level of nothing. <laughs> okay. Like before all right, before even New Year's. We, the last episode we did was before Christmas. So how did your how did your Christmas go? Then we'll cover New Year's. Christmas. Um I just kind of slept, and the kids opened 
gifts and shit. No, that's about <laughs> it. I didn't really. Did you I went tapped did, out that early? I went and did something that my mom rents some kind of like venue out. We went and checked all that shit out. This, it just drains the fucking life out of me. So, uh, you know, I can understand that. It's just everything is uh, there's not just Christmas, but every major holiday is geared towards buying shit, and it's sad. It's I a think. it's American commercialism. It's horrible. You can't you can't fucking go like two months without having that shit happen. We've got people who don't know who Jesus is, but want to celebrate Christmas. Okay, if you don't understand what Christmas is about, you shouldn't get the day off. Okay, how about <laughs> you should that? Have you should have to write an essay. You should have to work. Okay, I think that's fair. But the holidays, I know it's stereotypical, but it just seems like the holidays. The older you get, legitimately, they become so much more stressful. There's no enjoyment. Yeah, you know, at least you have the aspect of you've got kids. So you get to in, you get to enjoy the kids aspect and the presents and you know they're still relatively little so you get to do all this stuff and and mm-hmm. capture the memories and then sleep. Yeah. But you see you've got to do both time. days. You've got to do the Christmas Eve stuff with family and all that stuff and then you've got to do Christmas Day with the kids and all that stuff. Yeah. So you've got twice the work. And Stephanie didn't have to work this time. She usually has to work <laughs> The that's, day of. That's a good point. Well, you know, most managers do. Don't I hate they? It. Most managers have to work on the holidays. How does that happen? I don't know. You know, the foot's got to go down. Piss poor management. It is. It is piss poor management. <laughs> the level above her is piss poor management. She is the. Only, she is the level. Well, there's a level above her. She has. No. A, she has a boss. She doesn't own the chain. Just the owner, but he has nothing to do with the scheduling. That's because he doesn't care. She's the only one that schedules. So, th- so she's painted herself into a corner. She and she, she likes this. to. She leaves other people the opp- opportunity to enjoy themselves instead of her. And they're like quite a bit older, so it's like Stephanie, stop falling on the grenade. Seriously, yeah. you're the boss. You don't she, have to do that. She's she likes the grenades as much as I do. That's. That's just unfortunate. <laughs> Let's see. I had family Christmas. It was two weeks before actual Christmas. It was right after we recorded last. So we had the family Christmas get together. Fun. Well, we had a bit of a shocking development. Wow. We had a few people that you know, obviously just about everybody came in, but one person didn't. Oh, and it made you happy. There was, there was no appearance from... Oh, the golden boy didn't show up. <laughs> he no. was he was not there. Apparently, <laughs> apparently the phone call came in early in the week that um, they had all been sick. Now, this is on a Saturday, by the way. So this comes in on like Wednesday. Yeah, you know, we've all been sick, so we're going to be able to to make it in. The fucking golden boy. You can't get better in like ninety six hour, one hundred and twenty hours. So yes, no golden boy. Somebody didn't want to see somebody else, and that might have been the significant other but it of was, the golden boy. But it, but it wasn't. The, it just wasn't the same because the golden boy. Wasn't there was there. no golden boy. <laughs> what will we do without golden boy? We'll enjoy ourselves. Is what we'll do without the golden boy. Did you hear about the golden boy the whole time? No, I did not. You know wow. why? You want to know why I didn't? Because that person wasn't there. Let me tell you what I did for Christmas. This is fantastic. This is one of the best Christmases I've ever had. So this happens, and it wasn't even on Christmas. It was two weeks before. But that day, West Virginia plays a basketball game, mm-hmm. and it was against a you know one of those no hoper, whatever teams. Like it's so insignificant, I can't even remember who they played, and it was a game we were going to win by twenty five or thirty points. So that game was being played, I think, at two o'clock that day. So I go in, get there late because that's strategic. It's what I always do. Go in, get a plate of food, 
and within 30 minutes immediately retire upstairs to the large television, which is where my aunt directs me, by the way. She's like, I know the game starts at two, so just go up there and watch it. So I end up there, end up going up there to watch the West Virginia game with my, I cannot believe he's 15 or 16 now, year old cousin who's who loves WVU. And my aunt's second husband, who's awesome. And I mean, you want to talk about stories. They just did a story on him in the newspaper mm-hmm. about his life. I mean, he's led an amazing life. Uh, just uh, to give you an example of what kind of a life he's led, he was one of the first two people on the scene after the Marshall plane crash. Oh, wow. And was pulling people off the plane. I mean, it's This is the stuff that he's done in his life. And then my stepdad came up there. So we just stayed up there away from everybody else and watched West Virginia basketball. So that worked out okay. And then a short nap and then out the door with a plate of food and I'm done. <laughs> so that, that was worthwhile. Christmas Eve over to my mom, my mom's house with my stepdad. We did our little Christmas thing. I'm out. And then Christmas Day, I think I watched something or other on television. New Year's. I don't know what you did for New Year's. I watched bowl games. I went to sleep. And I was out. I watched bowl games and I was in bed at 11 o'clock. I didn't care that it's going into a new year. New year. Same me. Same old crap. I don't care. The the musical artist who I detest more than anything in the world was performing. Who was that? We'll get into that later. Because they had like the K-pop shit there too. They're like those little weird freaking dudes. <laughs> yeah, I know you're I talking like, about. What the fuck? Isn't that weird? I was like, yeah, we got some dudes from Korea here. Let's fucking hang out. You no, know, we're, we're going to do a top five list of um, songs to be tortured by. Worst song, Worst songs to be tortured by. And this person is number one on the list, but we'll cover that whenever that gets here. I'll tell you who it is off air. Hmm. Okay. But I'll tell you, and then I'll edit it out. It could be worse. But I know kind of like why. You hate soccer even more than you used to. I do, unless it's WVU women's soccer. You know how you really make people... How you really get over shit, like, completely. How? Start really fucking enjoying the shit you hate about that person. Okay, you know what I really did? You know what's really fun? Is when you start calling soccer communist kickball. Communist kickball is pretty good. <laughs> I love that. Um, so I can't watch it on television, but I uh, like watching my kids play it. So, New Year's, in bed by 11. I was pretty well done with that. Didn't care anything about it. My entire range of interest for this time of year is encompassed by bowl games. I mean, that's all I care about. I love it. There's no more left, right? National championship game. Other than that. Is though. Monday night. That's okay. it. They let that go too long. I but, think it's not good. But here's the thing, though. As soon as the Super Bowl's over for the NFL, the yeah. XFL starts. Yeah. And I'm... Pu- the well, this rules, is the first season back, right? It is. And they've got all these new rules. There are three point He hate me? Is he going to be playing? No, he's 73 years old. I don't he think he's going to be able to play. So, what do you say about the what? He hate, point Oster- he hate osteoporosis. He now. hate it. He hate it. He hate Alzheimer's. No. He can't remember. <laughs> he don't know what he hates then. Well, that's the bad thing. He can't remember any of the plays. He like me is what he's called now. <laughs> <laughs> no, he... um. I don't. I don't think he's. He actually went to the NFL for a couple of years. He hate me. Rod, Rod Smart. He ended up in the NFL after the XFL. He fucking hate for me. Two or three years. I bet you that was like a, a shot at the man. There, they're like, won't let me league. He hate me. <laughs> like who's that? You know who he is. He yes, it's me. the royal he. He. Yes, of course. Um, yeah, there are weird rules in the NFL in the XFL now. There, there are like a three point conversion. So you can do, I think it's a extra point from the one. Yeah. 
or a, I think it's a two point conversion from the five or a three point conversion from the 10. Huh? Okay. Which is crazy. But there's all these new rules. You can, I like that, though, because instead of having a kick in a, a field, I mean, that's kind of cool. Behind the line of scrimmage, yeah. you can do a double forward pass. Oh, so I could, like, throw a screen, and that screen dude can throw another one. Uh-huh. Why, I mean, why wouldn't that be legal line. anyway? Because it's a fuck, it's, you're behind the line. Right. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. There's another I thing like they that. did that's kind of fun. What is it? That, that's actually kind of – that's pretty cool. One thing they did get right. A that forward I'm, flea flicker. This is what I think about the NFL. I think the NFL catch rule stupid. I think it should only be like college, one foot your Just advance. one foot. Yeah. It's, it's going to be one foot in but the NFL. But you should still have the control because that's – they're actually still looking at the control factor. They've actually you, been looking at it more now. I think if you catch it and you're inbounds – Yeah. Once you hit out of bounds, it doesn't matter. You catch over. It. Yeah. yeah, it makes no sense. It used to be like that. Well, I know, and it made more sense. And they've taken all the defensive rules away from the defenders yeah. to a point where receivers can do whatever they want. It's We need to get some balance back. I think I liked the force-out rule. I think that was kind of interesting. Well, people like to watch scoring. That was the whole big thing. That's what they've done with the NBA. That was, they're trying to do that with the NFL. I've not seen. You know. I don't watch the NBA really, but I've flipped over a couple of games recently. Because oh, you're getting you're getting scores to one twenty plus. Like, well, we got that in the eighties, but it was for a different reason. Yeah. So I flipped over the other day because I, I always grew up following the Lakers, and now the best player in the league plays for the Lakers. So I flipped over to see. Arguably, he's, it's arguably. I no. saw literally zero defense. It looked like a friggin' AAU. You game, watched it last Steve. night. What was it the uh, Dallas? It, Mavericks? it wasn't last night. It, this is like a week ago. But I don't, it doesn't even matter. Whatever I watch, there was nothing. It looked like AAU basketball. Yeah, there's. It's, it was terrible. People, I mean, I, I don't think the grittiness of all that. Just even like how football used to be, like kind of smash mouth. You know, a lot of people, each kind of like um, little segment of the league. They, you know, we'll say the AFC North or whatever. They'd run the ball a lot. It seems like the northern teams always ran the ball hard, right? Yeah, Big Ten was kind of that power football, big lineman, Mm corn-fed, Ohio, Michigan, Wisconsin, Iowa. Your Eastern teams were, like, defensive and stuff like that, from what I noticed anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the the West Coast offense. And still, like, basketball, the Eastern teams were more defensive-oriented. The Western teams were more scoring, you know. So, I mean, I don't know. I think it's just they're trying to um, engineer this shit to make it more fan-friendly, and they're fucking stuff up. That's what they're doing. Yeah. They're and, ruining sports. Well, that's what's happening in just about every sport. The, ironically, the one sport they're leaving alone is hockey. Yeah. They they kind of did crack down on fighting there for a little bit. That made me sad. One thing they've done with fights that happens more and more is you're not you're not going to get fights in the playoffs because you don't want to hurt your team by getting a fight. No, nobody wants that. Yeah. And they're not cracking down on it seriously, which is good because that's part of the allure, but... I like a sport when a man can fucking be 200 plus pounds on skates and have enough balance to beat the shit out of somebody with their fist. That's pretty cool. Well, and have the forethought that I'm going to rip your helmet off first and then try to pull your jersey up and then punch you in the face because I've done this a thousand times or, and I love what I do. What was that back in the 90s when they would um, when they implemented the helmet rule? Mm-hmm. But a lot of the players were actually getting the Fisher Price shit that were just shells. <laughs> Like Tony, there's a couple of guys that actually end up with like severe brain damage, like Tony Granado and a couple of other people. Well, remember Marty McSorley? They didn't want to wear the, it. That yeah. was the enforcer, and he 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 got brought up on criminal charges because oh, yeah. of what he did to people as the goon. Or was it, um, 
the goalies didn't even used to wear face masks. Right. And they got pissed off when they started making them wear. Can you got somebody shooting fucking puck at your face? It's because it's hockey. Yeah. So yeah, it's a man sport. A prison, it's a freaking prison sport, man. It is. Every game is basically a prison riot with makeshift weapons, and there happens to be a puck and some ice. And yeah. if you get hurt, it's okay. The ice is literally right there. Yeah. If you get hurt, good. you've already got the... Just lay down. You're hurt, just lay down. Just, just lay down. It'll be fine. A little bit just of pressure, and you're fine. Nobody has any teeth. Everybody's got a beard. Nobody's paying attention to you anyway. Who cares? It'll be fine. That's I love right. hockey. Actually, I think it's sometime this month, I believe... West Virginia's hockey team is playing. They have at, a hockey team? Yes. They have two <laughs> hockey teams. They have a Division Two and a Division Three. What? Yeah, it's a club sport, but they have two teams. Division Two. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? College is? hockey is, is structured very differently. So that it's pretty much the JV team. You have a basically it's a varsity and a JV, but some yeah. teams only have one t- team. Some schools only have one team. I've never heard of them even having so, a hockey team. Yeah, so that's just like actually not bad. News. They're playing at Virginia Tech. Here shortly. Virginia Tech has a hockey team. They do have a hockey team. Yes, they do. So I'm going to have to go <laughs> and watch West Virginia play Virginia Tech in hockey. Yeah. Uh, which reminds me, it's time for another Virginia Tech update. Uh oh. I'm being chased by the cops. When are you being chased by cops? You drive fast. I can't see a damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, uh, do you remember Michael Vick? Um, I remember him playing football. It was pretty good. And then him, like, killing dogs and shit. Yeah, yeah there was that. some dog fighting and some dead dogs. He should have played for the Browns. <laughs> okay, here's here's what's funny. Okay, the man went to jail. He paid his debt. His career's over. It's it's done, right? Yeah, it should be done. Yeah. Okay, well, some people have a very long memory, Steve. So of course, they've yeah. decided to try to make him a captain. For this year's Pro Bowl, an honorary captain. Nice. A petition has been started. I had nothing to do with this. I promise. I don't care. The man paid his debt. Yeah, it's over with. Okay. <laughs> People have started a petition. That Sarah McLaughlin did that shit. Thousands and thousands and thousands of signatures. Yeah. Protesting him being a captain because of all the dog fighting and dead dogs. Yeah, that is what it is. But I just love that they can hold that much of a grudge for something that literally happened 20 years ago. But here's here's the update for those who don't know it. That's part of the update. Yeah. But for those who listen to our program who may not know this story, I wanted to share it because it's Michael Vick related. Michael Vick, while he was still playing, had an alias. <laughs> Do you know this story? No, but I'm going to laugh. Okay. Michael Vick had an alias. There was a time, Steve, once upon a time, and this is documented. You can look it up. He loved a woman who wasn't clean. Well, we have all loved women that weren't clean. Well, she was very unclean, Steve, because she gave him a sexually transmitted disease. And it was the kind that does what most things that are bad in your life do. It goes away and then it comes back and goes away and comes back. She gave him the herpes. Actually, every human being in this world has a form of herpes. Well, he definitely does, because he had to go to the free clinic to get it dealt with. Now, this is where it gets good, Steve. The penis. This is so funny. I have my specialty soda here today. He burned his dick up. This is the Boylan Bottling Company Black Cherry Soda. Oh. It's tremendous. He opened that shit for real. (laughs) Man, that's good. Okay. Black Cherry. This is what what Mike did, because Mike didn't want 
everyone to know what was going on with him. Yeah. So you got to go in and have an alias. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but if you're going to go in with an alias, you're going to make it either something incredibly bland and generic. It's Bill Jones. Yeah. It's Joe Smith. Something uh, kind of broad. Or something incredibly ethnic. That is so – it's you know seven or eight consonants in a row. Nobody can pronounce it. So you just assume, okay, it's an immigrant. It's someone with this long familial line of weird names. That's not what he did, Steve. He made the worst decision possible. He Marcus made something – so <laughs> He got his little Marcus. That would have been the best Fuck. dick move ever. <laughs> no. brother got his TDs. Listen to what this man used as his alias. Ron Mexico. Ron Mexico. <laughs> now I need to look up Ron Mexico. That sounds like a porn star, doesn't it? What the fuck, man? He should not have been paid anything. He's Ron, an idiot. Ron Mexico is his alias. Okay, so this is why I enjoy this. When this happened, do you remember the old NFL Blitz? Ron Mexico jersey. Yeah. Remember, the, <laughs> remember NFL Blitz, the video game? They released the next version of that game the next year, and the quarterback of the Atlanta team, was his, his last name was Mexico. I swear <laughs> to God, it's So they're trolling him, which is funny enough. It's a pseudonym for the former Atlanta Falcons quarterback. The yeah. NFL banned people. Because immediately, as soon as the story broke, everybody's going to the NFL shop to get a custom jersey. They banned people from getting Ron Mexico jerseys. You still can't get one through the NFL shop. So you got this backwards, dude. She sued him right. because he knowingly gave her oh. an STD. Oh, that's a, okay. That was later on. He, oh, so he, he was given the gift. He went in to get it dealt with. Yeah. But yeah, apparently he also passed it around. Yeah. Oh, so he didn't give a shit. Well, someone, get, apparently at some point he loved a woman who wasn't clean. Now, oh. the, the lawsuit was, yes, that's he knowingly up, gave it to somebody else. What a dirtbag. But yeah, he, he used the pseudonym whenever he was going in to get it dealt with at the clinic. Now, if she, like, signed something saying, oh, it's okay, you know, blah, blah, this or that. She <laughs> that black cherry soda is good. But, yes, that is. Ron Mexico is today's Virginia Tech update. Because people need to know that. It, it Like we said before. Fucking Ron Mexico. That's good. These Virginia Tech updates are not so much, and they are humorous, but it's more informational. This is a public service. It's about public health and safety, Steve. Because yeah. you have to be aware of hokies, that's important. Have you um, have you been watching the impeachment stuff? I know last time uh, you, last time you'd been watching it quite a bit, and it's died down a little bit. But did you keep up with it? Did you keep watching it? I'm just kind of I'm I'm pretty much done with it. I have a lot of fucking dickhead friends on my you know it's the Facebook, but they're right. I have a lot of liberal stupid ass friends, and like <laughs> he shouldn't be able to make any decisions. He's impeached. Well, there's more to the fucking process than that. But is it not the stupidest thing ever? Do they? Do These people... are fucking lawyers, and I'm tired of it. I mean, lawyers are fucking dumb. I'm sorry, but they're just they're just fucking. They're lawyers because they like taking advantage of shit. That's it. Do you think that they really that these people really believe they were going to get him thrown out of office for this stuff is so marginal and dumb. This isn't even political. This is this is logically logically and intellectually dishonest to think that any of this was actually going to work. There were people, I swear to you, I don't know if you stupid. Like the day that they decided they were going to make these impeachment articles, which by the way, nothing's even happened. They haven't even sent the impeachment articles to the Senate yet. Yeah, it's it's and they're not. I don't think they're going to because I think they know the case is so weak and it'd just be dumb because it didn't work. But there were people the next day, all over social media, Trump is impeached. He's no longer president. We're finally free. 
Oh, you're fucking dumb. Do you not right? understand? In, when did we stop teaching civics? When did we stop teaching anything? This is the more than anything else. Forget the political process. This is the biggest indictment of the public school system that I've ever seen. People know nothing. They don't know how it works. They don't know anything about the government. Well, checks and fucking balances. So one one form, you know, one branch can't just make that decision. But there are people who honestly thought he wasn't president anymore. Like, well, what? I know a couple of them bastards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought you know, Bill Clinton got impeached in 1998. And... Really, I don't even remember. Like I have a decently keen memory of that part of my life. I didn't get hit a lot. I didn't smoke weed. <laughs> I don't remember anybody saying that he was impeached. Right. I don't remember anybody saying that. I mean, I don't know if I didn't give a shit because I was, like, young, but I don't think it— Well, he got impeached, but there, I don't remember anybody like saying he's, finalized no, he's not president notion. anymore. Yeah, like, nobody thought that that was a final— Impeachment and thing. removal from office are not the same thing. No, it's— They're not. I mean, it's just—it's the dumbest thing in the world, and it's funny that— And so partisan those, like that, though. I mean— Oh, I, it's I, such BS. I, I've watched it, and it's just fucking garbage. Like, if there was merit to it— and it, I wouldn't give a fuck because I don't like politicians either That's way. It doesn't here, matter to me. You're here. But if if it was some legitimate shit that they all didn't fucking do all the time, then I would understand if there was something like normal they could like get him on. I'm all for it. Whatever. I don't give a shit. But to like make up shit and act the way they, it's been acted out is just ridiculous. Well, That's the people who were stupid. cheering for this, if you took their favorite political candidate – and tried to get them thrown out of office for literally the exact same things, they would throw a fit. There's no case. Oh, yeah. It's not legitimate. That's how you know this is all nothing but a left versus right. My side is better than your side thing. This has nothing to do with what's going on. No, and that's just the only thing that does. And we know that nobody represents us at all. That just oh, never God, happens. No. It doesn't matter what fucking political party it is. I mean, out of, the two, out, of the, out of the fucking two that we actually really get to choose from. But, um, I mean, it's I'm just, a third party guy and I know you are too. Yeah. I mean, but they have no chance right now. You'll never have a chance. It'll never be fucking, there'll never be a chance with that shit. Not it's without not going to ever happen. Not without a bloody coup. Well, we're, that's already been attempted and that's happening now <laughs> by a bunch of pussy ass lawyers is what it is. No, I mean a literal bloody coup. Well, I, I would, mean, I mean the end of debt of honor by Tom Clancy. I'm fucking bored. So, know, I mean, though. if anybody is legitimate, let me know. <laughs> Well, um, we do need something to do. I'm fucking bored. <laughs> like, I'm seriously bored. But we did. We got all that stuff going. Not doing on. this, but just bored overall in life. Right. Just it's a general malaise. It's, it's all bullshit. Pay taxes and fucking deal with fake ass bullshit. All so time. tired of taxes too. It's such BS. We're stealing our money. What's there to keep you down? That's it. But we get all that stuff. Yeah, we're under their thumb. So we get all that stuff to deal with, and then in the midst of it, we do. Ha and I will. I will criticize Trump all day long. Because I need to criticize Trump, but we also need to, you know, give credit when it's due. So he goes out and decides, hey, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take out an evil person who wants to kill Americans and has caused all kinds of trouble. Yeah. So we Soleimani. go over and kill Soleimani. A surgical strike at the airport. We didn't bomb him in the middle of a school. There's no huge collateral damage. We took out who we needed to take out. So people go completely berserk. We shouldn't have done that. You're, is this the hill you want to die on? That you want to defend Iran and a known terrorist? So my favorite part of this, we go over there, we kill him. People complain. They try to launch back at us, and our warning systems are so good that they did nothing. Yeah. They launched like 15 rockets. I think four of them hit, and they didn't hit anything where anybody was. 
because they're terrible at it. And we just said, okay, well, fine. You didn't kill anybody, so we don't have to murder you now. But they did fucking take out that damn Ukrainian uh, airline. Okay, and and that's the thing. I was going to say that. So so what do they do? (laughs) There's a, a commercial airliner with 176 people on it, and they shoot it down. Yeah. Unintentionally. Well, that doesn't make any of those 176 people any less dead. Why isn't Ukraine fucking pissed off about that? And and that's my point. I think I think it's great that no one has really struck back at them over that on our side because it's this it's is not where our we need to be. business on that one. That we don't need to be involved in this crap. Let someone else deal with it. They'll get theirs eventually because they're either going to do something else to us and we're going to smoke them or they're going to do it to Israel and Israel's going to smoke them. It's going to happen either way. But, I mean, they took out an entire jetliner because they're so dumb. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. Okay, so here's my here are a couple of my favorite things over the last few weeks. And this is just tremendous to me. First of all, my favorite baseball player ever should have gotten into the Hall of Fame again this year. He did not. Who's that? Dale Murphy. You're going to tell me that. Oh, yeah. You, you, so, you go there. He signs shit for you all the time. Yes. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, you, and he's got a signed copy of my second book. He's I mean, a little older, too, right? He is. His last year was 93. Okay. So you, tell me why a guy who was a two-time National League MVP had more total bases, runs scored, and extra base hits of any player in the 1980s. That includes Dave Winfield, Mike Schmidt, George Brett. All, and they're all in. Robin Yount, all those Hall of Famers. He's done all. He had seven straight All Star games. He won. Uh, let's see, four Silver Sluggers, five Gold Gloves. That's pretty shitty. And he's yeah. not in the Hall of Fame. But they didn't put him in. Kirby Puckett is in the Hall of Fame. He's he's not anywhere. He's in the ground. Bill Mazeroski is in the Hall of Fame because of one hit in the nineteen sixty World Series in Game Seven. It's ridiculous. And I went completely berserk that night on social media. I want to go find the people who were on this voting committee yeah. and just speak to them in person and inform them of how idiotic and some of them were players that played against him. How could you not know that that man is a Hall of Fame player? So that pissed me off. But this is my favorite story that's happened recently since we last recorded. I don't know if you heard about this, but if you if you have, I'm sure you enjoyed it. If you haven't, you will enjoy it now. I, I need another drink before I do this. Before you spread enjoyable news. It's so good. Do you like instant karma? Yeah, of course. Oh, I, I like to if I get to see it, and I, I think that it's deserved. If I feel yeah. this is about as good as it gets. So there's a Brazilian comedy troupe, and I use comedy in air quotes. I like Brazilian steakhouses. Me too. Those are so good. But other than that, I you got to find a good one though. I like Brazilian women. <laughs> Cosine. Anyway, you a Shakira fan? Fuck yeah. Like, <laughs> is she even Brazilian? She's always been hot. I don't uh, even know if she's from Brazil. I think she's like Argentinian. Or Venezuela or something. I think she's from Venezuela. Research department? Yeah. Have at it. Okay. So a Brazilian comedy troupe decides right around Christmas that they are going to release and, or produce and then release a comedy special called The First Temptation of Christ. Colombian. Columbia, of course. I love Colombians. <laughs> Coffee and cocaine and Shakira. And Shakira. So they released the first... ties. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> they released the first temptation of Christ. 
a Netflix special. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, it's like a comedy, right? Supposedly, yeah. Because the what was it? The Last Temptation of Christ with Willem Dafoe. Right. I actually liked that pretty good. It's pretty okay. fucking crazy. Okay. Here's what this is. It involves a gay Jesus ah. introducing his boyfriend to Joseph and Mary for the holidays. That's not funny at all. That's kind of fucked up. That's really fucked up. That's a good way to go to straight to hell there, buddy. Well, number one. <laughs> not that I'm a, I, I judge like that. but well, I mean, no, well, number one, I've got a feeling that not only are they going, they're going in the HOV lane. Okay, not much resistance. They're going in the express lane and no cops. The HIV lane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo. They're probably not straight, right? I don't know. They are a troop. If you're, if, you're, <laughs> if you're writing this about a gay Jesus, I'm guessing you're probably not. Okay, but don't worry. This came back on them pretty well. So, uh, of course, the initial reaction is send out the message to everyone. Cancel Netflix. And, yeah. it, and it happened. There were tons of, of Christian people who canceled Netflix wow. in a revolt. And I thought, okay, that's it. Was right. it a Netflix original? Is that what it was branded yes. as? Uh-huh. Oh, nice. They, they, it was an exclusive release, all that stuff. Yeah. So I thought, okay, well, that's it. They got their payback. That's perfect. Steve, <laughs> I was wrong. On Christmas Eve... <laughs> Their building got burned to the ground by a bunch of people with Molotov cocktails. Holy shit. So whose building got burned down? The troop? Yes. This was in Brazil? Yes. Did anybody pass away? I don't believe so. Oh. But is that not one of the great instances of immediate karma possible? They do have the the big Christ Redeemer statue. They do. And uh, was it sugar or something? I don't know what it was I'd called. like to see that in person. Sometime. It looks pretty cool. You know, I would like to go so, see yeah, they, that. I wonder how close it was in Brazil, like what city, if it was near. I think that might be... Is, I think it's in Rio, isn't it? I think It is in Rio. It's in I Rio think it is in Rio. Yeah. Okay. So, I wonder I, if that's where it was. Uh, probably. But I just, I just think it's weird that everyone in South America speaks Spanish except Brazil because they speak Portuguese. That's fucking weird. That's so weird to me. Yeah, it is weird. And they don't pronounce R's. They pronounce them with an H. That's true. It's fucking stupid. Don't even put an R in there. Of course, the hell? We, of course, we only know that because of the Gracie family. Well, I know a lot of guys that do jiu-jitsu, too, and they're always... If you got an R and you got a Y and an A and an N, I'm not calling you fucking high on. I'm calling you Ryan. <laughs> I've never heard that for Ryan. Yeah, anything with an R. Right, but you've had to, you've actually had someone try to pull that with you yeah, in I'm this like, country. Yeah, all the time. It's Ryan. Yeah. You're not no, high on. I'd fucking... Jiu-jitsu, man. If you think I'm going to call you high on, you're high on something. You're high on something. That is ridiculous. It's fucking Ryan, dude. They knew that. They don't want to call you high on. Okay, so we've got, we're going to take a break here in just a minute. But before that, a couple of things I want to do. Number one, if you want to connect with us on social media, do it. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search Apex Live Podcast. We have the same handle on all three, so check us out. Very active on Twitter right now, doing all kinds of stuff. Uh, we've got a couple of guests coming up in the next few episodes. Not going to tell you who those are quite yet, but we've got a political commentator who's going to come on. His name is Grant Palmer. And then the other one is just going to have to be a surprise for people who listen to our show. That's going to be fun. Uh, and you can email us if you like, apexlivepodcast at gmail.com. And I'm sure you're prob- some of you are probably still connecting to us through the website. Uh, we've got all kinds of resources there, apexlive.fireside.fm. Now, I'll say all that for a reason. Our listeners like when we have new segments. But we have a new segment to introduce on this program that is going to be used moving forward. It's a public service. And it's also 
just kind of fun and it's entertaining because you get to participate. We encourage others to participate and send it in to us like we have here. Have you ever dealt with the scammers on the phone, Steve? <laughs> Constantly. I always cuss them out. But I mean, like, like the Social Security number's been compromised. IRS, you're going to be arrested. Um, oh, yeah. That's like... The medical um, device people, you know, your Apple, Microsoft, whatever account has been compromised. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you get those calls. Constantly. Okay. Well, I do too. Well, there's a network of people online now who do nothing but register the numbers when they call in. Oh, nice. What they do. And a, a system has been developed to use voice over IP to spoof a fake phone number and call them. Oh, nice. And mess with them. Good. Okay. Because they and don't that, ever fucking answer when I call them back. Just well, fuck with them. And that, re- that really results in two things. Number one, you get some payback. And that's always fun. But number two, you're wasting their time. And that's in the best the, part. And in the meantime that you're calling and wasting their time, that's time they can't spend dealing with someone else where they may legitimately take some money. There was a guy in Denver got scammed out of $90,000. And I guarantee you he's fucking elderly, and that's fucked up. Yes, and that's exactly and what that's happened. what happens, because I've actually watched that in person, an elderly person just about get ripped off. And it's terrible, and it's isn't it? it's not cool. So there are a lot of people who are fighting back on this. There are videos all over YouTube of people who are fighting back, and we need to do that. So we have a new segment called Apex Strikes Back. Nice. And we're going to call, and we're going to mess with these people. There may be instances where we decide (laughs) to call them back while we're live recording and dealing with it. But the first person who's decided to do this is our good friend and our sponsor and frequent contributor, Jim Ashley. And he decided to call back someone who had called in with the – Fake social security numbers been compromised, whatever. This guy, when he is talking to Jim, gives the most American name possible. And it's thought, how in the world could you listen to this and think that is actually your name? Fucking Chuck Norris or something like that? (laughs) It's even more more white bread than that. This is the kind of name that should have been the alias that Michael Vick used at the clinic. Fucking Charles Bronson. Like, I've never heard anyone... With this name, speak with this accent. It makes no sense. <laughs> so Jim decides he's going to call them back and deal with them, okay? He even uses an Indian insult at the end of the call, and I'll let you look it up and India, see what it actually means. Like India, India? Yes. Not like the so slang he, term he, for Native Americans? And he also decides that he is going to really ham it up, because Jim's a very sharp guy, very smart guy. He decides he's going to ham it up and seem as stupid, hickish as he can, straight out of the hills of North Carolina, to seem vulnerable before he lashes out. So this is Jim Ashley taking on a scammer. Steve, you should enjoy this. Oh, you? Yeah, hi. How you doing? I got a call from you all this morning that my social security number is being compromised. All right. When do you receive the call, sir? Uh, around about 8.30 this morning, I was getting my morning coffee. <laughs> All right. So, sir, regarding the discussion, so I have to pull up the information for my system, okay? At this part of time, you're speaking with Officer Donald Jefferson from the Social Security Administration from Baltimore, Maryland. So, may I know what, what is say- your name, sir? Uh, I'm sorry. What did you say your name was? Yeah. This is Officer Donald Jefferson. All right. You said you're in Baltimore? Yes, sir. We are from Baltimore, Maryland, from the headquarters of the Social Security Administration. Seems legit. 
fucking man. All right. Sounds like a damn bot. And you wanted my name? <laughs> Listen to yes, me. so I just need your name, first of all, so I can pull up the information for my system. All right, my name is Craven, C-R-A-V-E-N. C-R-A-V-E-N, right? Yes, sir. All right, what is your last name? Uh, Moorhead, M-O-O-R-E-H-E-A-D. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Craven Moore. It's Moore and Hood, right? Yeah, Craven Moore Hood. All right. All right, sir. What is the date of birth? Uh, my date of birth is July 17th, 1989. July 17th, mm-hmm. 1989. Mm-hmm. All right, no Mr. Moore So just stay in line with me for a while. Let me pull up your information for my system, okay? Do you need my social security number? Regarding for the social security reasons, sir, I need you to verify with us, okay? All right, I can go ahead and give that to you. This guy thinks he's Sorry? getting hooked. He really I'm does. I'm my social. <laughs> sir, I have to verify. Can you help me with the social? Yeah, um, my number is 469 <laughs> All right, so, so, sir, just stay in the line with me for a while. Let me pull up the information for my system, okay? All right. All right, <laughs> just stay in the line, sir. <laughs> All right. Craven Moorhead. <laughs> he has no idea. He thinks he's got this guy hooked. We're going to scam him senseless and take all of his money. All right, Mr. Moorhead, can you hear me? Uh, yeah, can you hear me all right? Yeah, I can hear you, sir. So, first of all, sir, I just want to know, like, in which year your social security was the issue and in which state? Can you help me? Well, it, I, I think it was issued the year I was born, 1989, and I was actually born in North Carolina, <laughs> NC. North Carolina, all right. <laughs> in which year do you get your social security number? 1989, the year I was born. All right. All right, Mr. Preven, Morning Help. Do you believe that this social security number is yours, or do you stole of another one from another people? This is my social security number, pal. I've had to use it to get a job, to get a car, get a credit card. I've even had to use it to get a loan to pay for my car, and I had to use mm-hmm. it to get an apartment. Mm-hmm. Because when I tried to see here, like, this is not yours, and the information they verify me was in, incorrect. So that is the only reason, so I just want to verify, all right? Because I, I'm not the authorized person to share any information to any third parties, all right? All right. Unbelievable. So I'm so sorry, I cannot pull any information regarding with the social security number, with your name, and with your state of birth. Well, yeah, you but can't. I believe I that you're a scammer, you fucking Ben Cho. Get off my phone. But I know, but I, that is the reason I already ben know Chode. that you are the son ben of a bitch. Ben Cho. Oh, so we're going to start doing some of these. That's yeah, good shit. We are going to I've already done a few. And I've got it set up so we can record and we can do all kinds of things. Was it Ben Cho to fucking dickhead? Is that it is? No, that is not what that means. I will let you look that it's B-H-E-N. I know. C-H-O-D-E. So yeah, check out what that actually means. It is something else. And I also like the fact that he got the guy so mad that he called Jim a son of a bitch. That was the best. That's the best part of the whole thing for me. 
But Jim sold it, man. A sister fucker. That is correct. Yes, that's what he is calling <laughs> this Indian scammer over and over. There's got to be better Indian over. slangs than that. I would say that one has kind of become a colloquialism with people who deal with Indian scammers. That's ah, just what you call them. Okay. But, yeah, I, I think we need to look up the list of Indian I'm slang doing it terms and profanity that we can use toward people. I think that should be a fun fun time as we do Apex Strikes Back. I've already made one phone call against the people who sell the fake penis enhancement pills. Nice. And I just kept screaming at the time. Well, we might play part of this at some point in the next episode. I just, I take the call seriously for about the first two minutes. I ask the girl who barely speaks English what all it does and how it works because I need to know. And then I just start getting angry and start screaming at the top of my lungs. I want my dick pills. <laughs> dick pills. And I will not stop. I want my dick pills. And then, of course, they finally hang up. But, you know, if you're taking up their time. That's time they can't spend scamming somebody else. And you never know who you may be saving from getting scammed in that interim time. Because what if you call somebody and you keep them on the line for 15 minutes? And in that 15 minutes, somebody that would have called and or gotten a phone call and would have been scammed out of five digits worth of money sees a story on the news or on the internet or something or mentions it to a family member and they tell them, no, it's a scam. And they end up not getting scammed and the timing works out. So you never know what kind of good you're doing for somebody by doing this. And let's just face it. It's a lot of fun to berate these people because they're stealing untold amounts of money from all kinds of people throughout the world as this goes on. That's true. So a good one would be a Conquer Pola. That's fucking son of a whore. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be a good one. I didn't know we'd be getting into Asian profanity. Today. Dumb fuck is a book of choda. <laughs> so I think I know what chode stands for fuck. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Okay, so what is it again? What, uh, chode or the other one? The other one. Conquer Pola. Okay, now what, no, what was the one, uh, the other one from that? Boca choda. Boca choda. Sounds like you're from Boca Raton. <laughs> <laughs> Boca choda. What a great professional wrestling thing. He's the Boca choda and that's from Bengali. Boca Raton. That's Bengali. Okay. And, uh... Assamese, Assamese, I guess, is uh, Sir uh, Sertabai, his sister fucker. Oh, this, Sertibai, is, this, yeah. is, this is tremendous. Oh, there's a bunch of different. Well, Hindi, uh, <laughs> Beta Chode is a daughter fucker. <laughs> so, so there's a bunch. Like, uh, you have the Bengali, uh, Guratati, Gurati. Oh, I got a feeling we're going to enjoy this segment a bunch. God help us. Yeah. Okay. A pussy well. faggot. <laughs> they call each other pussy faggots. That seems like an oxymoron, doesn't it? Yeah, pussy faggot. <laughs> like, that makes no. That is such an oxymoron. Yeah, some of this is just. But there's so many different fucking dialects. Okay, well, while Steve continues to look up Indian and Asian profanity, yeah. we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll have a guest to discuss some other things going on in our world. When Apex Live episode 22 continues right after this. Hey everybody, this is Brad from Apex Live with a special announcement involving the podcast. Apex Live is now sponsored by Blue Gold Title Research. Blue Gold Title Research LLC is a West Virginia-based company established in 2012 during the shale oil and gas boom. In 2015, the company changed missions and entered into the world of real estate title services. In mid-2018, 
notary and signing agent services were added. Contact owner Jim Ashley for services today at area code 681-214-5656. I was overweight and embarrassed to go anyplace. AIDS helped me get back into a size 12. The AIDS diet plan helped me get back into a size 6. AIDS helps control your appetite so you lose weight, yet AIDS lets you taste, chew, and enjoy. And the appetite suppressant in AIDS is not a stimulant. AIDS helped me lose the weight and has nothing in it that could make me nervous. Question, why take diet pills when you can enjoy AIDS? AIDS helps you lose weight safely and effectively. Episode 22 of Apex Live continues. I'm Brad, that's Steve. Hello. Steve has continued his research into Indian profanity and insults, and some of them really don't seem like they're insulting. Steve, you found one in particular that I think needs to be my new... I don't know if it's going to be my professional wrestling name or probably my professional wrestling finisher. Now, this is from a dialect of Oriya. It's Indian. Okay. Um, and it's Bia Chudi. Okay. And that means? Vagina buster. <laughs> <laughs> is that not the great? I don't know if that's my fit. I think that's my finisher, but just not in wrestling. <laughs> I just need to hear. The Bia Chudi. I need to hear Jim Ross narrating my sex tape. And yelling right at the end, here comes the vagina buster. <laughs> oh, my God, it's the vagina buster. <laughs> well, if you hear that voice, that means you hear the voice of our guest for the second segment of the program, frequent contributor, friend of the show, good friend of ours. It's the teddy bear, Justin Navarro. What's up, Justin? Oh, no, I thought I was still muted. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, no, we had, to, we had to get your reaction to Steve saying those oh. things and us talking about it. No, of course, that was important. Oh, I got you. Yeah. The vagina buster, that's a hell of a finisher. That is a hell of a finisher. How you doing, man? I'm pretty good. Currently driving, so if it sounds all wishy-washy, that's why, because it's raining. Right. Mother and... Nature looked at me and got all wet. Well, I know you're on a... <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. Like Bravo. That. And it, you said it's raining? Yeah, so, yeah, it's just a little sprinkle right now. Oh, so Mother Nature's a squirter. Okay, there yeah, she is. So Moist. you are currently on your way to Walmart. Oh God, people hate that word, Steve. I love it. Yeah, cakes and pussy. <laughs> so you are on your way to Walmart because you have to escape the uh, baseball team full of kids that you have at your house. Oh my God, every single kid in my house was crying. Oh God, <laughs> every single one of them. Two of them, I literally had to fight my way out the door. Because my two boys, my middle kids, Gaiden and Gabriel, they're five and four. Right. And um, they, like, it looked like a liberal protest blocking a freeway. They <laughs> were linked up, holding hands, like, not letting me out of the door. Both crying, I want to go to the store. Take me to the store. And then Gaiden's like, I got my own money. I'm like, I don't fucking care. <laughs> You're not going to the store with me. Okay, so with that in mind, with that in mind. Okay, because the, you know, the the two newest ones were born, you know, right toward the end of the year. Together, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they uh, they were born in August. In August, okay. So I, I think the question that all of us want the answer to 
is now that that has kind of settled down and you've got them acclimated, because this is five total, uh, when can we expect number six? Have you already started working on number six? I mean, dude, I've had sex once since they were born. <laughs> so I don't think – I didn't even get any pussy on my birthday. Was that with Brittany or not? <laughs> no. No, it wasn't. Was it just a solo <laughs> act? I'm, I'm just kidding. No, I don't masturbate. I don't play with dicks. Um, That's right. That's gay as shit. Yeah. Can't, can't no, be but playing you, with dicks. No but, no, but you will play with your own breasts. Oh, I, I love playing with my titties. Yeah, <laughs> Brittany gets mad because I do it all the time in public. I'll just catch, I'll catch myself massaging them. She's like, "Stop it!" <laughs> like, well, it's not like I'm pinching my nipples. But no, yeah, yeah. you say that it, for it, home where it belongs. Yeah. yeah, no, it was with Brittany. It wasn't with anybody else. It was, <laughs> it was with with her. Just one time, it lasted about forty five seconds. I was very embarrassed. So it was, so it was with Brittany, but not with anyone else. Yeah, not with anybody else. No, okay, so it wasn't a team effort. No, I, I mean, I, I've put that on the table before, and she's she's pretty well shut it down. Yeah, she'd rather play man-to-man defense instead of trying to play zone on you. Yeah. <laughs> I want zone as well. It's fucked up. We don't yeah. ever get zoned. Okay, so we've got a lot, of, we've got a lot of stuff going on in our world, and we thought we would bring you in to get your analysis of this situation because you know Steve and I have we're very opinionated people. We have a lot to talk about. So we're also going to talk about these wonderful things and see if you could provide some insight as well as as our analysis of these things. Steve doesn't know what these are. No. Actually, but we're going to get into these. Um, a few things have gone on that I think at least merit our discussion. This story is from out of the – you ready for that? Are you good with that, Justin? With what? The stories? Yes. I'm game, I'm game for anything, yeah. Okay, we're going to isolate that sound clip of just you saying that you're game, for, game anything. for anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no dicks. I'm ready for some zone. <laughs> That's going to be our new colloquialism for anything of that sort. It's going to be who's ready to play some zone. Yeah. All right. So this is a story from the United Kingdom. This actually just happened a few days ago. This is from the, I think it's the, is it the Stoke Sentinel? I believe it is. S-T-O-K-E-S. This, this is just... Oh, fu- it happened is, in Stoke-on-Trent? What? Did it happen in Stoke-on-Trent? Oh, that lady's stopping right there. Sorry. <laughs> okay, we do you not need it? to be a material witness for your car accident. We don't need this <laughs> episode to be put in as an exhibit in court for the Did fact you that you're paying it? attention. It was the Stoke Sentinel? Is that what you said? Yes, it's Stoke-on-Trent Live. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know Stoke-on-Trent. I got friends that live there. Okay, that's the weirdest thing ever, but okay. <laughs> so here's the dateline. Uh, it's it's from uh, Stoke-on-Trent. This is such an interesting headline. I don't think you'd ever see that. I can't really go half an hour without it, says a mom of five who spends 8,000 pounds on an addiction that sees her eat a tub of Johnson's talcum powder a day. Johnson. Oh, wow. She, at least she won't get ovarian cancer. <laughs> fucking eating it. I mean, they're, they're going out of business soon, so she ain't going to be able to eat it for very long. Lisa Anderson says she enjoys the <laughs> soapy taste and chalky texture. What the fuck is she missing in Man. her diet that makes her want to eat that shit? A tub, no, shit. A tub of talcum powder a day. Is there like a vitamin in talc that we don't get normally or some shit? I like, don't know. I like what she look like? Fresh booty with talc on it. <laughs> um, 
I'll tell you what. Why don't you tell me what you think she looks like, and I guarantee you you're correct. If you eat a tub of anything, she's probably uh, not 120 pounds at five foot three. I would say tub is probably a good way to describe her. Oh, gotcha. Okay, covered in, covered in tattoos. Maybe the tattoo ink is seeping into the blood, and this is being consumed to try to soak it up. Yeah, that's fucking gross. And if you want tattoos, I, mean, I don't care. You can have all the tattoos you want. But I mean, there's a there's a picture of this How do of this person. I mean, like, Steve, take a look at this person. Like, I don't even want to click play on that video. I'm I, scared to death. I just so inside she's like a powdered fucking donut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I can I can get down with that. <laughs> well, Except for it's not gonna be very sweet. I can probably well, it might be looks, sweet. Looks aside, <laughs> she might bleed caro syrup. I don't know. Let me tell you how brilliant these doctors are. Uh, Lisa was recently told by doctors she may may have symptoms of pica. Really? Oh Fuck. My, I tell you, that you know, that's got to be that British socialized <laughs> healthcare. That's I got a good god. I got a question. Okay, what's your question? Do you think when she comes, it looks like when you drop a bottle of baby powder? <laughs> Either that, or it looks like when LeBron James puts the stuff on his hands before a game. <laughs> That's good shit. That one's so much better. <laughs> oh, good I wish I would have came up with that. That's hilarious. Well, good for her. body cannot be fucking like able to expel any waste. It's like. Fucking Nevada, and that ju- it's probably pretty gross. Yeah, her so. real name should be Sahara. 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 <laughs> Not Sarah, but Sahara. Probably so gritty in her vagina. <laughs> I mean, I mean it's, it probably has to use a ton of lube because everything just gets soaked up and dried up. That's fucking yeah. gross. It's like that stuff they would drop on the floor when you were in elementary school and somebody threw up in the lunchroom. I like the smell of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that shit like, <laughs> would coagulate. Like, right. I, I, loved, I used to puke on purpose to see somebody like It was like, a magic trick, wasn't it? Like, hey, look, my puke's gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking awesome. What is wrong with us? She gets up. This is amazing. She can go through a whole 200-gram bottle in a day and even gets up four times a night to feed her craving, which costs 10 pounds a week. What the fuck does she eat? You say 200 pounds? 200 grams. That's a lot. Oh, oh 200 gotcha. grams, but it costs 10 pounds. That's 200 table. That's 200 teaspoons, right? A gram is basically a teaspoon. Uh, maybe. Yeah, that's a fucking ton, man. Think about that. Yeah. 200 grams a day. Jeez. 200 is, friggin' grams a day. There's 16 grams in an ounce, right? I think so, yeah. It seems right. And there's 16 ounces in a pound, so we're talking shit. Pounds? That's like four pounds. What the fuck out of Jesus Christ, that's a lot of fucking powder. <laughs> I mean, how... For, all right, here's my other question, okay? So, I understand, admittedly, a lot of people battle a lot of difficult things. Steve, you know this. Justin, you know this. I know this. Hell a lot yeah. of people battle a lot of things. This is one that I probably wouldn't feel compelled to call the media to let them know that it's happening. And if they called me, I wouldn't call them back. She started yeah, dating some definitely guy. don't admit to that shit. You take that one to the grave. Somebody fucking, yeah. somebody started like fucking her and it was like, what are you doing in the bathroom? And they went in there and they're like, I'm telling everybody. Okay. Well, her, the other her problem kids is, probably ratted her out. Kids are snitches. Mommy eats our baby powder. <laughs> Well, not only that, but I mean to kind of go along with the LeBron James thing. If she is active with any guys, whenever they're done, they pull out and. Is that you or us? 
makes it look like a mime. That's us. That siren? That's you guys. Well, yeah, I'm sitting, I'm sitting in Walmart parking lot. There ain't no chases going on here. But no, I guarantee you, if she's if she's with a guy, whenever he's finished up, his groin area looks like he's a mime. <laughs> looks like you fucked a can of baby powder. <laughs> I think well, somebody's going to get Narcan right now as we speak. <laughs> That's what it is. We can't hardly do an episode in this studio without having We haven't had one in a long time. See, that or the phone. So this time every night, yeah. usually somebody's getting fucked up on something. Tell me a time I, in this area where someone's not. Yeah. Okay, so we have another story. Steve, this is yours. Actually, you know, Justin, you're in Ohio. This Fine. applies to you as well. A petition has been started. Oh, my God. I know exactly what story you're fucking going to uh-huh. say. Being sent to the Ohio Medical Board mm-hmm. that would make being a Bengals or Browns fan a condition to allow for the use of medical marijuana. Fuck, I need, I, I'm need. i a Browns <laughs> fan. I need to get high every time I fucking think about them. Yeah, I get a headache every time I think about the Bengals. Oh, so we're both uh, cursed by the fucking Br- Paul Brown curse, right? Yeah. See, we had a good team until fucking Art Modell was a piece of shit and had to move him to Baltimore. But I'm still glad we don't have that fucking team now. I don't know. Fuck them. We'll have something decent eventually. Yeah, well, Baltimore is the original Browns. The Browns now are the L.A. whatever. Well, think about it. it. Actually, the Browns were like one of the first two NFL teams. They've yeah, lost they their early. team like three or four fucking times. They That's were the true. Cardinals. Um, I think that. Yeah, they've been. A, it's been a couple different, couple different teams. Yeah. Well, Steve, I know you're a you're a Browns fan. Yes, right. you don't have to say Browns like that. Okay, ju- but Browns. Justin, are you are you're a Bengals fan? Yeah, I'm a Cincinnati Bengals fan. Okay, do you know what the colloquialism is whenever you call a woman a Bengal? <laughs> no, no. Uh, that means great uniform, ugly helmet. <laughs> no, I, I've heard that. Yeah, our helmet sucked ass forever. Wait a minute, how exactly have they changed? They're not the fucking, they're not the tiger stripes anymore. They're just a solid color now. Are they? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I thought I would remember that. I thought they still had the stripes. I'm fucking bingo. No, I, I don't think they're the fucking swirls anymore. I can look it up real quick. Are you, are you sure you're not watching Browns games? Walmart, Walmart's got Wi-Fi. I can look. You may be watching Browns games. If you want to be doubly fucking disappointed, watch both the games every Sunday when you get a chance. Well, they, do, they do play each other twice every year. Fuck. That does happen. I'm depressed enough without their help, so. Fair point. Okay, that this is, is another This is another beautiful story. I don't know why all the dumb things keep happening in the UK, but they do. Uh, this story is from The Independent this in the United Kingdom. Island, dude. A white supremacist was attempting to burn down a Jewish synagogue. Why wouldn't that happen? And he, oh, acci- no, he accidentally still stripes. He accidentally set his own head on fire. What the fuck did he do? Did he drop the t- cocktail on his fucking head? Tristan Morgan was spotted walking away with a petrol can in his hand. Petrol. As smoke spewed from the 18th century building in Exeter, Devon last summer. CCTV footage shows the 52-year-old using a small axe to break a window from the building. <sighs> Before pouring liquid through it from a green petrol can. And you would think that would be a rather simple act. He had it over his fucking head. He then tosses something through the window and it is and it's almost immediately sent flying backwards as he is engulfed in a ball of flames. I hate to break it to you, dude. Jesus is Jewish. He's not putting he's not putting up with us. The defendant admitted arson. I don't really think you need to admit it at that point. 
encouraging terrorism by publishing a song entitled White Man to live streaming website SoundCloud and having a copy of the White Resistance Manual when he appeared at the Old Bailey. Oh, my God. Fucking bored. I thought I was fucking bored. How can you screw something up as simple as setting something on fire? Well, you never want to set a religious building on fire to begin with. I just don't want to set anything on fire with people possibly in it, but that's just me. Well, I mean, it it depends on who the people are. I can name some buildings I wouldn't mind setting on fire. I uh, believe me. I assure you. There, let's see. Hey, they're still fuckable, so I'm not going to burn them. <laughs> you know, this is well, what it is. There's that's going on the quote board. Thank you for that. Uh, there was a story. I don't have it pulled up. There was a story of a man in Florida who was arrested for fighting a gas pump. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I love Florida man stories. Bath salts. Is there anything better than Florida? I'm going to pull that up. I'm going to pull up the Florida man fights gas pumps. There's a lot of fucking. Bullshit in Florida, man. That place is... Well, wet. it's America's appendix, Steve. Welch is the butthole, right? I thought. <laughs> Did we decide Welch was the butthole or somewhere in Tennessee was the butthole? I mean, Welch is... That's pretty much, like... It's a shithole. Like, it's fucking third world shit. It's bad. <laughs> it is, but it's... It still has a little bit of that... That good part to it, because it, you, know, you feel like... There's nothing good about fucking your cousin, Brad. Nothing. I didn't say uh, the words. How hot's the cousin? That's true. <laughs> and how many times has it been removed? Yeah. <laughs> no, the point is, you go down there and it feels like you've been in a time machine. Because you go down there and it's, oh, look, it's 1936. I was wondering what this was like. Oh, out in the restaurants. 1936 after a fucking <laughs> nuclear holocaust. <laughs> fucking... But I mean, there's nobody there. The buildings are all old. There's nothing new that's been constructed in, what, four decades? In 1936, that place was popping. It really was. It was and like, really up through the 60s and 70s. It's going to be the new New York City. <laughs> like, okay, I don't think it was that bad. And plus, Fallout, plus, West Virginia. Fallout, fuck, they, that place, I, I bet you, I haven't played that one, but I guarantee you it's it's probably on that fucking game. What? Fallout 76. Oh. I'd say it's probably on it. What Welch? Welch. You think Welch? They had flatwoods and shit on there. Really? Yeah, they had a Fallout West Virginia. I I know, like there are parts of WVU that are on there. WVU, parts of Huntington, anything with significance, uh, like historically. Huntington should be the last level that you have to navigate to beat the game. Yeah. And you better have a lot of extra armor. Fucking Narcan. And plenty of bullets. Yeah, that place is a shithole. Got to shoot your way out of outside the needle of the fucking, exchange. Outside the school is a fucking shithole. Well, yeah. It's horrible. No kidding. God. Fucking wipe it off the map. I hope if we ever get attacked, I hope they fucking aim for that place. <laughs> it's a shithole. Well, they do have a target. Well, yeah. Fucking, yeah. If you think about it. Because DuPont would fuck all that up. Here's yeah. This is the story, courtesy of WPEC. Florida man arrested for fighting a gas pump. Even inanimate objects have rights. WBBN in Naples reported that a Florida man, I love that, Naples Alley is Alley. facing charges after he allegedly, there's video, it's not alleged, punched and kicked a gas pump. According to the report, 24-year-old Hunter Blake told deputies his rage was all over an argument he had with his girlfriend. Why not punch her? You're in Florida. <laughs> okay, fair point. But seriously, you're going to go fight a gas pump? 
I mean, his parents did it to him when they named him Hunter. Oh gosh, you're right. That is that they, is they set him up for a life of failure. That is <laughs> okay. Steve just showed me something. Um, believe me, Hunter is one of those automatic douche level names, isn't it? Yeah, there, there's been one cool Hunter in the history of the world, and that's Hunter S. Thompson. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Good writer. I have no idea how he fucking lived, but <laughs> ever. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. And our last story. We're all familiar with Gwyneth Paltrow. We know her best as Pepper Potts. But as a person, she is absolutely insufferable. She is a terrible, awful human being. And she has a product line called Goop. <laughs> I'd give her some Goop. Uh, fucking yeah, for sure. <laughs> well. Right in a bow. <laughs> <laughs> well, you would have to. Because this woman sells things like vaginal eggs. And these things really? vibrating are, vaginal eggs? No, not vibrating. These are for cleansing and for all this nonsense. All of these claims that they're supposed to be holistic healing things, there's nothing to back any of it up. They're like two and three hundred dollars a pop for these idiotic things. Well, listen to what this lunatic is peddling it now. Cleanses itself. Listen to what this lunatic is peddling now. You're gonna love this. This just got released yesterday. She is selling a candle for $75 hmm. that smells like her vagina. <laughs> I could jerk what? off to that. <laughs> I'd just light the candle and beat off. That'd be I awesome. Am, <laughs> I am not kidding. <laughs> now, I have to smell her vagina first to tell if it's a fucking That fraud. is some fucking self-confidence right there. Oh, my goodness. The it? candle sold out within hours. The tuna fish I without the mayonnaise. Do you know how many fucking freaks there are out there? I would have bought one if I even knew it existed. Fuck yeah. I want a pussy smelling candle. According like, to the Goop is website. Is it pre or, pre or post workout vagina smell? <laughs> probably smells like fucking Johnson Johnson's baby powder. It's, pr it's probably sponsored by Starkist. <laughs> probably sponsored by fucking Long, or not Long John's. Um, oh yeah, Long John Silver's. Yeah, it probably smells like the dumpster from out behind Long John Silver's. It has yeah. to have a fish tinge. They all kind of do. According to, oh. according to the Goop website, the candle started as a joke between her and her professional partner and has notes of geranium, cedar. Oh, well, of course, there would have to be wood. <laughs> I like the smell of cedar. The website says the candle is perfect for putting fantasy, seduction, and a sophisticated warmth into the atmosphere. Cedar reminds me of like my great grandma, so not so much. <laughs> <laughs> this is why the terrorists hate us. Do you know that? This is why terrorists want us dead. Well, she's English though, right? I think she's barely human. I don't know what nationality she claims to be. Yeah, I think she she's is English. barely friggin' human. Fucking Gwyneth. She's American. She is? I'm pretty sure. We, she's first generation then, I think. We don't we don't want to claim her. No, Charlie, Charlize Theron is not. She's, she's South African. She's South African. Yeah, fucking dirty she's ass. She's every bit as crazy. She's dirty fucking English. That's Why do we is. take any of these people seriously? I don't. I, I mean, fuck them or not. you make a candle that smells like your vagina, you're not being taken seriously. How do you spell Gwyneth? Never mind, got it. Give me two. Nope. Not Stefani. There we go, Pouch. Yeah, oh. you got it. You got it. Uh, she is insane. Georgia. Yeah, Gwyneth Kate Paltrow is an American actress, singer, author, and businesswoman. Los Angeles, she, California. Oh, she has re received <laughs> numerous accolades for her work, including an Academy Award and Golden Globes and Primetime Emmy Award. 
Wow, she's grossed three point three billion from her films. That's terrible. She looks the, pretty good for forty seven too. In the US, yes, yeah, she does. She reminds me a little I wish she was Heidi Klum though. Do you? Would yeah. you would you rather continue SEAL's saved game? Is that what you want to do? Uh, Kate Beckinsale's better than that, I think. No, I mean Heidi Klum's starting a little bit thick since she started dating that dude in that band. Liz Hurley's got them both beat. Yeah, that's true. If we're gonna if we're gonna go that age bracket, Liz Hurley has them both beat. Because Liz Hurley is like fifty two, and honest to God, looks like she's in her thirties. I like when she had like that fucking scam back in the day, or not a scam, but like a scandal. Who Elizabeth Hurley? Yeah, when she was like fucking that one dude. Well, no, she was with Hugh Grant, and he got caught banging a hooker. Yeah, hooker. That's what it was. Well, it wasn't her scandal. Well, she was kind of made look. To look worse because he's like fucking some. How, I mean, skank. how could you have that at home and you're going to go bang the hooker in L.A.? She's fifty four. Well, I mean, look at Liz Hurley. Yes. Look at Schwarzenegger banging that fucking maid. That's a good and knocked her up. Did you see the kid? Yeah, she was <laughs> terrible looking. Yeah, she looks like her dad. That's nice. That's I think the she problem. is her dad. Who wants you, to look like no no woman in the world wants to look like fucking Schwarzenegger? Like well, you also can't. Version. Well, you also can't tell her that she looks like her dad because she'll pick you up and throw you through a plate glass window in the front of your house. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a truth. Two and weeks and two weeks. She has the same genealogy from the country that produced Hitler. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's Austrian, Austrian, right? Austria, yes. yeah. yeah, Austria. Don't fucking call me Australian. <laughs> You've been watching Dumb and Dumber recently, haven't you? Yeah, I've watched it a few times. Okay. Those your skis, both of them. <laughs> okay, so our primary topic. You know, we hate censorship on this program. There are two things that we really hate. We hate censorship and we hate political correctness. And this is something, again, the social media mob is at it again because they never stop. And this time it's from kind of an unexpected source. Matt Walsh of the Daily Wire. I don't know if he's the one who started it, but he really got the ball rolling on it. A movement to ban. And of course, there's that word again. A movement to ban pornography. We need to we need to ban it. We've got. And of course, you start laughing. <laughs> But they, good they fucking have, luck. I don't even masturbate, and I watch porn every day. But they have to. They but they gotta gear up. It, but they want it banned. We need to ban it. So of course he starts this and writes a couple articles about it, and it goes out there for discussion. And before you know it, you've got other writers, other commentators, and they're all making their viewpoint heard about how damaging it is and how it needs to be banned. Look, how damaging it is is a different conversation to me. Because studies have been done for 10, 15 years about the effects that it'll have psychologically. They can have physiologically on the brain. Physiologically does – yeah, I understand that. On emotions and everything else. I mean that's that's a valid point. But that is a totally different discussion. Those are my emotions, damn it. Than banning it and censoring it and everything. So just right on the surface, Steve, what do you think? I said, well, I don't think anybody could uh, really should be able to control anybody else's consumption or anything to that matter. I mean, who has the right to do that? Well, it goes uh, to I think it's fucking bullshit. Well, it goes to for me, obviously, I think it's free speech. And look, I understand it's freedom of, of expression. It's I mean, freedom of expression yeah. and it's artistic or, or whatever. And there are people who make the argument, well, you can't put it together with speech and expression because 
it's still legal to go out and have sex in the middle of a public park and, and all these different things. Well, that's not what we're talking about. I'm not here. calling the cops. I'm not either. But that's not what we're talking about either. We're talking about something that is on film. It's something you have to seek out. No one's putting a gun to your head making you watch it. This comes down to a censorship issue, to a communication issue. And I think they're starting to veer into that area again where they just want to control every possible part of your life. You're going to tell me that you, know, you want to ban that. But at the same time, look at the substances that are legal and it's the ones that are it's, it's the same stuff over and over. Justin, what do you think? I think, I mean, everyone's worried about a race war. You want to start a civil war in the country, take away porn. My goodness. <laughs> I'm, I'm being dead fucking serious. Look at, all you got to do is go on Pornhub or PornMD or any of the free ones, XNXX. That used to be one of my favorites. But PornMD? They don't I don't even check por- that out. Yeah, PornMD is sweet because you go to it Nothing and like, but if you're feeling nurses. adventurous, there's a little die up in the top corner. And you click on it, and it'll just give you a random fucking subject. But then what it does is it, it's like a search engine. It's like a Google, but for porn. Nice. And then it pulls it pulls videos from everywhere. It pulls oh, them from Pornhub, from TubeAid, from Xvideos, from XNXX. Well, I don't think it pulls from XNXX. XNXX is kind of like, um, I don't know. What's a fucking risque third world country no one wants to touch because they just do lewd shit? That's XNXX. Thailand. Cause, Japan. Yeah, because XNXX, they have no censorship. Upload whatever fuck you want. They don't have any moderators. Nothing gets taken down. Like, you can find some crazy shit on so XNXX. It's four, so it's 4chan for porn. Fucking Vietnam. Basically, yeah. I, <laughs> I stepped away from XNXX. I only use PornMD or Pornhub really anymore. But while we're on the topic, I got to give a shout out to one of my favorite Pornhub channels. <laughs> okay. Everybody needs to check out 4inch Slayer. My dude out there. I'm fucking writing that down on my hand. Tiny, tiny, tiny penis out there banging hot ass chicks. Four inch slayer. Four inch slayer. The number four, not spelled out. The numeral four inch slayer. All one word. And that's real. It's real. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. I love it. I love watching little dick porn. I got a tiny penis myself. So I've watched. Actually, I've been watching. It It makes me feel a little better about myself. Not much. Yeah. (laughs) I just like I like cheering him on. Like I'd pat him on the back. Like fucking get it, dude. Okay. Well, I'm see. This is the thing. I'm not a porn guy. There was a time, you know, probably 20 years ago. Yeah, probably. But now, I, it's just it's nothing that I consume. But at the same time, I'm not going to tell people that we have to ban it. But you know, I don't like it, so it has to be banned. I don't so think you, it should be out there, so we've got to ban it. Well, you, if you start, you don't, you don't look at any titties at all. Like you never seek out any titties because just titties are porn mm, i think that that's debatable i think a nude scene in a movie is different than hardcore pornography i mean it's all pornography though now am i gonna sit here and act like when i found out that jackie byers from my desert island five had nude scenes that i didn't go look and try to find them i did absolutely i did i'll die on that hill that's that is fine and it was worth it. Steve looked him up. He did. I'm, like, I'm, look, I'm watching right. the Foreign Slayer movies or videos right now. I'm, I'm glad I can't see your phone. Do you um, do you ever use Chatterbait? No. What is that? You, you've never heard of Chatterbait? What about you, Steve? Tell me you know Chatterbait. I have no idea. What? All right. What is that Dude, shit? I'm going to set you up. 
Hang, hang on a second. Justin, Justin, I have to ask you this, and this is important. Are, are you getting some type of endorsement deal here? Because I mean, no. you are you are you are as excited about these products as Billy Mays was for selling stuff on the infomercials before he died. Free. Well, but wait, yeah. there's more. Do you have a ShamWow? Because no, I feel like I you don't. probably need one. No, I don't masturbate. I just like watching people <laughs> fuck. Like I know everyone calls me weird for it. I enjoy watching people have intercourse. I mean, I don't get aroused. I do get aroused a little bit by it, but. But I don't feel the need to touch myself when I do it. Like I'll watch a whole scene. Like I've I've really been into these uh, this guy W A C Productions. Like he he does like all these all these all these role play scenes and stuff. Yeah, that's where Fresno used to be till they went to Mountain West. This shit looks like it's gonna um, get me divorced. I'm not even fucking married, dude. (laughs) But yeah, but no, Chatterbait. I got I got to be quiet. There's people walking around my car now. (laughs) But, But um. It is, it's C-H-A-T-U-R-B-A-T-E dot com. Uh-huh. And it is 100% amateur. Anybody can get on there and do it. And basically what it is, people get on there and they fuck. And <laughs> they do it on webcam for tokens. Like they can put on like a certain number of tokens and people give them the tokens and it translates to real life money. But uh-huh. and people people give them the tokens, like say they'll have $50 for a blowjob. Uh-huh. And Someone will put 50, 50 tokens in there and like she'll start sucking his dick. But the whole room can watch. So all you need is one person that likes to donate for the entire room to get it. Like I never log in. Uh-huh. I, I, I made an account once. So Brittany shut that shit down real fast. <laughs> she, 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 she was like, "Why are you making an account?" I was like, "I like supporting people. Leave me alone." That's why I said that shit will get me divorced. I'm not even fucking married. Yeah. Dude. And I was looking right yeah, but- at it. But no, oh, you on you on Chatterbait now? I'm looking at it. Yeah. Make sure, make sure, make sure you click on the couples cams, because if you don't click on the couples cams, you're just in everywhere, and there's fucking trannies on there. Yeah, I see I, that. I learned, I learned trans the hard cams. Way. It's like a trans oh, am. Yeah, I, I learned that the hard way. I was watching one. I was like, man, I was like, her nipples are shaped weird. Oh and yeah. She flipped, she flipped over and had a huge dick. That's always fucking disheartening. <laughs> It was pretty bad. You made an account. This was a long time ago. And I never got to use it. Brittany, like, she checks my email because my <laughs> bank is on my email, so oh. she always checks my bank statement. Well, I got oh. the email saying my account was verified. <laughs> and she, she, was, she was like, what the hell is this? I was like, oh, nothing. <laughs> she was like, wow. I don't think so. I was like, all right. Because she doesn't. Is she shit live, like dude? Watching, she doesn't like me watching that stuff because she says it's too close to real. She don't mind if I watch porn, uh-huh. but like watching people on a webcam, she feels like there's too much of a connection there. So I just don't tell her I watch it. Anymore. Is this shit live, dude? Yeah, it's live. Like, I noticed because right I could. I, I can't fucking like uh, fast forward it. No, it's live. Like you wow. got to sit through. Sometimes you got to sit through like hours of these people talking, acting like they're funny. For people to start donating and shit, and oh, then yeah. like they get they get to the business. So you don't have but, to, it's kind of like being in a strip club. You don't have to give money. You can still watch, and nobody's looking yeah. at you like you're a fucking asshole. Nice. Yeah, yeah. You just sit back. Like if you don't have an account, you just no. They don't even know you're there. So it's one big pervert row at the strip club, is what it is. Everyone's sitting up front. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. If they ban <laughs> yeah. pornography, don't don't wait too long, or don't expect it to be too long. Until like live sex shows become a thing. Okay. Hey, uh, hey, Steve. To send tip. What? 
I think we um I think we called the perfect expert for this topic. Yeah. Hey, I'm glad um, because now I have something I can watch. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, I'm very knowledgeable on two things: boxing and porn. So, what do you get? Do you get a five dollar bonus every time you refer somebody or something, Justin? Is this like a bounty system? No. Do you get I reward wish. points? I fucking wish. Hi, That'd I'm be great. Ju- Hi, I'm Justin Navera for Chatterbait. If, if if any rep from Chatterbait or PornMD or Pornhub are listening right now, I'll gladly rock your shit. <laughs> I'm, you know what? I I guarantee you that is true because you could use some of that extra income. Oh, for, absolutely. Because whenever you I have kids to, six, seven, and eight, you're going to need it. I tried to talk Brittany into doing Chatterbait with me to make extra it. money. I and knew she, you were going to say I'm going to do that. I don't have a job she, right now. I'm doing some She was like, absolutely not. I was like, well, do you care if I do it solo then? Because I don't want to sound I don't want to sound like a narcissist. I don't want to sound overconfident. Okay. But gay dudes fucking love me. Oh, wow. You can do that, man. I'd jerk off yeah. on there if they give me no, tips. Yeah, I don't you, care. You can get on there, yeah. <laughs> and gay, gay dudes love me. Like my Snapchat, I have... I get like 100 to 150 views on my Snapchat stories, and probably 90 of them are gay dudes. Justin, oh, wow. Justin, tell, your name is literally Teddy Bear. Yeah, Bear. Yeah. You got Bear in there, dude. Them, they tell me like how sexy I am and all this, and how they wish I wasn't married and I wasn't straight. I'm like, well, I'm married, dude. Real? You can call me sexy. I'll take a compliment where I fucking get it. Is that I mean, is that real? Are you are you serious, dude? I'm looking I'm right just, at it. I'm talking about I'm talking about him and the Snapchat thing. Are you serious? Yeah, one hundred percent. Oh my god! I could next time. There's this guy on there from Virginia. Oh well. Want, <laughs> oh, oh well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I don't want to call him out, but his name is Troy, and um, Troy likes he tells boys. me how he tells me how Troy sexy boy. I am almost every day. Troy boy. Wow. I'm well, pretty least... sure it was him on the YOLO. Like I don't know if you've seen it, uh-huh. but like I'll tell people to ask me stuff and stuff. And someone like sent me an honest I'd suck you dry. I'm pretty sure that was Troy. Is that right? Yeah. Do you gotta pay yeah, anything it, to get on this? Like to like get money? No, <laughs> no, it's it's free, but yeah, you gotta spend money to buy tokens. Yeah, Steve, you don't have to pay to get no, on. I'm, you I'm don't talking, have to pay to get on, but you have to pay to get off. I'm That's talking about like me doing my own stuff and like how do I get money oh, off of that? <laughs> no, you you set it up and you link like your PayPal or your Cash App or your Venmo or whatever. It links to your thing because I I had it set up. I was going to try it, but Brittany wouldn't let me. He's researched and, this, and um, you set it up. Well, I, oh, I had my account set up and ready to roll. I'm ready for this, man. I need some and, extra uh, cash, dude. And then like you you set the terms <laughs> in your room. Like you can set the title like get naked at 50 tokens, start touching myself at 100 tokens, shit like that. And then everybody chips in toward the goal. Nice. Yeah. Dude, I'm going to do that shit. And I wonder how much that translates to actual money, though. I mean, it's got to be a lot because I there's people on there that like are regulars that I like to watch. That That is their only job. That's all they do. So it's kind of wow. like Twitch, but for perverts. Pretty much, for yeah. I, th- I, I, think, I think Twitch stole the idea from Chatterbait. Chatterbait's been around longer. Really? I can't believe neither one of you guys ever heard of it. It is like my go-to for porn. Sometimes, sometimes, not all the time because you got to weed through a bunch of bullshit. But there's a few on there that I really like. There's this one girl. Her username's Wanna Own It. Her and her husband, they're regulars on there, but they also got shit on Pornhub and stuff too. That like, if I want to watch her get fucked, I just go to Pornhub. Oh my god! If gosh. they're not online, damn, I've been fucking. I'm way behind the game, dude. Dude, all you gotta do is ask. 
weekly. Well, I didn't. I mean, I don't. I don't usually ask people about porn, but now I know who to ask. Oh, oh, I I'm mean, sorry. I'm, Is porn I'm not, not a team effort for you? <laughs> usually solo. Not playing zone on the porn. Not so much. More, more just me hanging out. I'll, I'll divulge any information I can to help anybody. Well, you're a helper, Justin. I just need this is going to be a part time job right here, dude. I'm going to be fucking like I, I ain't going to work today. I'm gotta make sure scatterbaiting. I'm, I gotta make sure I'm just just to avoid any accidental contact. I've got to ban that domain from my router. Yeah. Good. When God. you set it up, let me know your username. I'll support you. Nice. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I got your back. It's gonna, be, it's gonna be solo action. Though. I think it'll be nothing else. Okay. Now consider right. everything that we. I ain't worried about it. Consider everything we've just talked about. Okay. Consider all of those topics. Do you really think that it is even feasible to attempt to ban this stuff? Fuck no, not not now. No, absolutely. <laughs> no, it's it. It wouldn't be possible. I don't think they would have to seize control of the internet first. Well, they've pretty much got like. It. No, they don't. They do. They can control it. What, what, now, here's the other issue. You can control American production of it. Yeah, because there's different internets for different continents. You right? can control like, internet production. You can control American companies from producing it. But that doesn't mean that you can control it from coming in from other countries. And the second that you start to put the foot down on, okay, this cannot be transmitted – and sent over the internet. It, now you're starting to do the same things that China does, the same things that North Korea does by not allowing certain content to come in. I mean, they won't let yeah, American music come in to some of those countries. Scramble your IP address so it looks like you're in a different country that allows it. See, he's he's ahead of the game. It's just it's it's just beautiful. He's already got the VPN installed. I I just don't understand how to make people understand this. Prohibition doesn't work. It just it does not work. Remember when they tried to what? ban alcohol in the twenties? Yeah. What did it what? do? What did it, that do? It opened speakeasies, and that's what I'm saying. If they exactly. ban this shit, you're just going to have speakeasies of people fucking. Which I might not get to watch that as much, but I would probably enjoy it a little bit more. Well, the argument that people make is that if you ban it, you'll have things like that start to crop up. And the, this is what I hear a lot of a lot from all kinds of different people. And this is a valid statement is that that industry, especially I mean, Pornhub has been complicit in this of sex trafficking being related to this kidnappings and all this stuff. And, and it starts to go into the production of it and they can't get free of it and whatever. And that's, and that's fine. And that's valid. I understand that we need to crack down and deal with that directly. But when you decide to go the route of prohibition, absolutely across the board, it creates an uncontrolled, exponentially more dangerous black market. You're talking about the speakeasy concept. That's true of that. You'll get it with websites. You'll get it with all kinds of things. Is it dangerous because it's black? I'm not even going to address that. (laughs) I'm leaving that totally for you. And you've got six email addresses. So somebody can find one of them and email you their hate. Go for it, baby. But but you get that with prohibition. And, and also, I'll tell you, we get, what's your Snapchat handle? It is teddybear0423. Okay, so now people can find you if they want to. Absolutely. Okay, but Prohibition didn't work there. Steve, I know you have ranted about this topic in the past. Look at the war on drugs. Yeah. What in the world has that done? Nothing. Uh, well, I guess you could equate it to a lot of debt and shit like that. You know, just Made the government billions. Billions of dollars, you know, made, you know, it's it's... 
It's all bullshit, really. So, I mean, and that's where every bit of that is headed. Prohibition does not work. And this is the main statement that I have on it. And this is a – Steve, I want your thoughts on this. Justin, I want your thoughts on this. I look at this from a purely libertarian perspective. I'm libertarian on a lot of stuff. I'm also conservative on a lot of stuff. But I am going to err if it's victimless and it does not directly affect and implicate other people. I'm going to err on the side of personal freedom. And I'll tell you what we need to get understood from – I hate to say both sides because there should be more than two sides on any issue politically. But we've really just got the two-party BS anyway. Just because something is illegal does not make it morally wrong. And just because something is legal does not make it morally okay. Because when you start to blur the lines between legality and morality and start to make them become the same thing, you're setting yourself up for two things. Failure and tyranny. That's what you're allowing to happen. You know, we live in a when when government is the problem, how can more government be the answer? You don't you you don't get to do that. There are three things I do not want the government to be. I do not want the government to be my God. I don't want the government to be my moral compass. And I don't want the government to be my parent. I don't need any of that. I want them to be as far away from me as possible. And when you somehow allow the government to be your moral compass and legality to be the same thing as morality or somehow be tied in with it, you end up in a world where a, where you can murder unborn children in the womb. And that's legal, so it's okay. But collecting rainwater is illegal, so somehow I guess that's morally wrong. I think both of those um, should be left to the person that wants to do that, and they are the ones that have to deal with the morality. That has nothing to do with forced morality. I, I mean, but the government, the government cannot control that. They should stay off all that. It should it, that shouldn't even be a fucking question. Like that shouldn't even there shouldn't even be. We shouldn't be talking about it. And if you cross, but if you cross those lines, I will. I'll make the differentiation in one way. You can at least make the argument. It's one I happen to believe personally. You can make the argument that abortion does affect somebody else because that's another human life at stake. Yeah. The other stuff does not directly involve anyone else. But if you want to take all the drugs you want to take, do it. Are you forcing me to take them? No. If you want to smoke weed, we are we have people, Steve, in jail in California. Oh, I know. They're there for fucking life. For life. Because their third strike was possessing marijuana. A, a plant. It wasn't even heroin, cocaine, crack. No, fucking You're possessing weed. a plant, yeah. and you're in jail for life. And you've got rapists and murderers and child molesters walking out of jail with probation and with a year or two because of this absurdity. Yeah, it's it's a money game. But even the fact, I mean, I know it's something we don't agree upon. I don't believe in abortion personally. If I was a female, I probably wouldn't have one done. I don't agree with anybody in my life having them done. But if they decide they want to have an abortion... It's not my thoughts or anything that should sway any of their decisions. That is their decision and their soul. They have to deal with God, not me. So do I think there should be a law against that? No. Do I think I should have to pay for somebody else to have an abortion? No. They should have to pay for it for themselves. I am all about bodily autonomy. It's your body. Do what you want. Yeah. I I, I draw a line when it affects the unborn. 
because that's yeah. not your body. But they share DNA with you, though. That's the thing. Right. But they also have their own unique DNA. Yeah. So that's, And you know what? What about the father? The father gets no call. I think that's that's problematic too. But this is that's just it's kind of like the drug thing. It's a lose lose. I mean, there's you cannot win in this. The you drugs. Know, I just if you want to take them, take them. I, I yeah. used I used to be ban them, ban them, ban them. You want to do it, do it. I don't care. I I want that's and, your soul you're dealing with, and just right? and your and your body, your health, yeah. Justin. This is how I feel about it. How do you feel about this? I think. I, and this is about government at large, not just on these issues. This is the government at large. I think we need just enough government to, pre- to prevent death and anarchy. And other than that, I want them out of my life. Well, I mean, yeah, they do a lot of things. What do you think? I think the government should worry about the government. I think the way well, they, the well, they do. The, the way the government should be. That's all they think about, though. They should control... Shit, Brittany's asking me if I'm done. Yeah, I ain't went in the store. The, <laughs> We're almost done, nowhere. You're on vacation. Way, it's true. Yeah. You're on vacation. You're chilling. The, You're on the way the government should be is <laughs> they should control the military, mm-hmm. con- control like all the all the foreign entities and stuff like import, export, shit like that. People coming into the country, right? But within the states ourselves, I don't think there should be any federal government influence. I think it should be. A state-by-state basis. Tenth Amendment. Each state should be able to run themselves. They shouldn't have to worry about the federal government's hand coming down on them. And what that would do, if you don't like the laws in your state, move to a fucking state you like the laws. Bingo. That's how I feel about the Tenth Amendment on everything. The mob doesn't fucking work that way. You want to? Yeah, and that's exactly what the government is. It's a mob and a pyramid scheme. I think that we need to be focused on states' issues. If it doesn't directly involve federal issues or issues between states, it should be a state's issue. If West Virginia says we want abortion to be illegal across the board, and you want to then go to another state. If you want to go to a state where it's illegal across the board, then come here. Otherwise, when you make everything a federal issue, it eliminates the whole purpose of even having states. Uh, yeah, exactly. Why even bother? And we've got. Tenth Amendment. That's why any time a question starts, do you think the federal government should just cut them off and point? Tenth Amendment. Tenth Amendment. Tenth Amendment. And we've gotten away from that, and it, it infuriates me. But all I know that all you really care about personally is, can I still access Chatterbait? Yeah, I mean, I've slowed down. I've slowed down on it a lot, but as long as they don't infringe on that, we're probably going to be good. Well, you're not gonna you're not gonna slow down on it now because you know Steve's going to be opening up the channel. Yeah, I'll I probably. just fucking actually, I just now signed up. I have my account. I I actually started broadcasting on accident, so I just kind of like Stone closed Cold, it out. Stone Cold Steve Randolph. That's you, Pickle, Pickle Rick, nineteen eighty one. What the is thing it? is you Pickle you Rick. don't even you don't even have to like show <laughs> dick. You can just get on there and bullshit with people and chat with people and fucking like show your charming. abs and shit or take your shirt off and flex, do push ups and dumb shit like that. Yeah. And people people will watch. Like I guarantee there's gay dudes that would love to watch you do push ups. Steve will do... do something. I just need some cash, dude. I just I don't care. I'm not putting anything on my butt, so it's all good. Steve will do whatever they ask him to do because he is a he's a people pleaser. Except for the butt stuff. No, yeah. but, no butt stuff, man. Oh, I got a great story. Speaking All right. of butt stuff. All right. All right. Me and Brittany have been together forever. Everybody knows this. She's very conservative. Everybody else knows this. And um, wait for these people to pass in my car. Uh-huh. 
Sounds like clockwork orange in this motherfucker. I, I don't I don't know how much you can hear outside because I got headphones in. I feel like I'm talking really loud and I got my car shut off. We can hear you just fine. It sounds like um, you're whispering, man. You just talk a little louder. <laughs> yeah. And um, but anyway, I always try to talk her into trying anal. Uh huh. And the one time, finally, she was like. Well, if you want me to take it in the butt, she's like, you got to let me shove a finger up your butt. I fucking dropped my pants so fast. Her face, her face turned bright red. I was like, fucking take it. I was like, I, I know the size of my shit. So I was like, that little finger ain't going to hurt. Let's go, baby. And she was like, oh, my God. Pull your pants up. I am not doing that. I'm like, you just fucking said. If you can finger my butt, I can put my in your butt. And, yeah. So she, she was bluffing on that. Well, longtime listeners of the show know that Steve uh, got – well, you won, I don't know if you took advantage, but you won access yes. uh, with your lady over a bet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. of the butt stuff. It was $10 in butt stuff, right? <laughs> That's it, true. It, it didn't work. Hang on a second. Good memory. It didn't work. Hey, I've, I've listened to just about every episode. We, we get there about like – we'll get about 25% good and then like get fucking mission aborted. <laughs> Like no matter, well, it don't matter. We're both fucking plastered. She still quits. Well, you got to the way you're supposed to do it is you're supposed to hold your finger in there for ten to fifteen minutes every night for a week. For a week. For a week, and it's supposed to condition the anus. You've researched this. I have, yeah. Like everybody hates on me, but I research every little detail about sex. Like the reason I'm so good at fellatio. Which is uh, uh, Justin Cunnilingus? Justin, <laughs> Justin, no, you're uh, not. Is, is it Cunnilingus? Yeah, <laughs> I would probably be good at Flacio too. <laughs> but I thought Flacio well, was a little sex. It's, no. a, it's, a, it's okay, dude. That is going on the best of. Oh my so gosh! Is, so it's Cunnilingual if it's a female, then? Yeah, I, I'll, I, I like to say Cunnilingus rice. That's <laughs> and so Flacio, if you're sucking dick, yeah. I mean, I would probably be good at sucking dick, too. I'm not going to lie. Hey. But I've never tried it, so I don't know. Just an inside-out vagina. That's all it is. <laughs> I, I do. That dude definitely heard me. He stared right at me. But, <laughs> he's like, um, he was thinking in his mind, Cunnilingus, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Well, the reason I'm so good at Cunnilingus, then, not fellatio, which I would probably be all right at that, too. But, You're just trying to get uh, more Snapchat followers. Absolutely. Fucking follow me on Snapchat, baby. Don't send dick pics, though. Say hey first. But um, the reason I'm so good at Cunnilingus is because I research this shit. Like, I look up... Preach. I've got books. Every, everything I can find on the internet, any videos, like, informational. I grew up on that old bitch on Oxygen. Remember her? Yeah. Dr. Fucking, fucking Ruth, man. I know, yeah, talking, I know exactly... Her name was Sue something. Dr. Ruth is who I watched. Yeah, yeah. Doc, yeah Dr. Ruth is who I'm talking about. I listened she to had, her shit when I was a kid. Like, no, there was another up. girl she, on that channel. I know. Uh, yeah, she was about sixty-five years old, and she talked yeah, about oh, the most she was, horrible she was older things. Than that. Yeah, and she would bring out fucking dildos and like slap yep. them. And her name and was show. Sue something. I know exactly who you're talking about, man. Yeah, like I grew up on her. Like she taught me how to eat pussy. Nice. I was I was like ten in years person? old, and I I remembered that shit. Not in person. No, <laughs> I remembered that shit. She was like, "Well, you just take your two fingers and you spread it, and you put a little bit of pressure, and that pops clitoris out." Well, I was 16 years old eating pussy the first time, and her voice is in my head. Just take these fingers, push, put pressure, and it popped right out at me. I thought, holy shit, she knew what she was talking about. Mm -hmm. 
And but yeah, but no, the reason I'm so good at these things is I research and research and fucking because it's no secret I don't have a big penis. So I have to get good where I can get good. You have made that abundantly clear. I mean, I'm not shy about it. I feel like if you pretend to have a big wiener and you have a little wiener, all you're going to do is start self failure. That's a, That's I mean, you're, you're right. I don't know that for a fact, but yeah, you're right. Probably. That yeah. Because like logically yeah, makes sense. The problem is I carry myself confidence. I've had many women say, Oh man, I bet you have a big penis. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I don't like, please don't think that because if you <laughs> ever get in a situation where you have to see it, I don't oh, want you to openly laugh. It's cute. <laughs> <laughs> like I've been told it's pretty. Like I have a very pretty penis, but it's like a miniature penis. Fun size? Yeah, it's like fun size <laughs> Snickers. It's like a dick but smaller. <laughs> yeah. Like I, So it's I'm just a D. Just I'm subscribed to the subreddit Small Penis Problems. Oh my gosh. Nice. Dude, those guys on there are so depressed. I try so hard. Like we there's guys on there talk so about much. like there's guys on there talking about killing themselves and stuff. Like, like, I just can't, I can't take it. Away. I'm like, dude, it is just a fucking dick. Like, you don't have to kill yourself because you have a small penis. It's like going bald, like, man. Like, yeah, there's, there's, so shave your head. Other, there's so many other ways to get around it. Like, there's so much more to life than just your penis. Like, I get it. You want to be like a porn star. You want to, like, I, I link all them guys to four inch Slayer just to feel good. But then some of those guys, are like, yeah, he's bigger than me. And I'm like, oh, shit. Sorry. This has become my favorite episode that we've ever done. It's probably show. my favorite one too. What in the but, world has happened? Like if if there if there was a market for speaking to dudes with small penises, I would absolutely be that public speaker. Like look at your dudes, fucking seminar, dude. So yeah, way, you would you would be a motivational speak speaker. About, yeah, the way guys speak about sobriety and stuff, I would teach guys how to live with a small penis because there are guys out there that really struggle with it. They let it affect their personality. They let it affect their self-esteem and it just doesn't have to. Hi, my like, name's Steve and I have a small penis. <laughs> yeah, it literally, it wouldn't be AA, dumbass. <laughs> well, may as well be. It kind of could be. Yeah, because AA is just there to help you. Oh yeah, but gosh. like I wouldn't listen to everybody's stories. I would just like, I'd be like a Jewel Osteen. <laughs> You wouldn't let people in your house when it's fucking flooding or like your mega worship center? Well, you're a helper. You're a helper. Yeah, you're a helper. You help me fucking get my uh, my, my, uh, new newfound um, porn thing. So, yeah, I appreciate that. Well, I think we've covered plenty of ground this evening. My gosh. That's what I do. I know. Justin, thanks for joining us, brother. Oh, absolutely. Are we done? We're done with this segment, and then we're going to come back and wrap this thing up. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Because I'm walking in right now. That, well, I then, then I think we timed that perfectly. Gotcha. Yeah, because Brittany's texting me like four times. Like, you done yet? Question mark. Unless you question go to mark, the unless mark. you go to the pharmacy to have the rest of this discussion. Yeah. yeah. Good nah. lord. All right, man. Thanks for joining no, we're us. We're good. Yes, sir. Hey, All right, brother. Peace, man. All right. This you. this is episode 22 of Apex Live. That was Justin Navarro. We'll be back to wrap it up right after this. I'll try almost anything. So when Mattel Electronics asked me to compare their Intellivision games with Atari, I gave it a try. I compared Atari baseball with Intellivision and found Intellivision played much more like real baseball. Then I compared Atari football with Intellivision. Again, Intellivision played more like the real game. In my opinion, if you try them both, there's only one conclusion you can come to. Intellivision from Mattel Electronics. 
final moments of episode 22 of the program. Thank you, Justin Navera, for joining us for that segment, which was completely organic. I promise we didn't plan any of that. And we got to learn all kinds of new things about our friend and frequent guest. Steve, do you feel like you learned things about Justin today? A lot more than I knew and maybe more than I wanted to. And more than you ever cared to ask. But now I can talk to him about anything. That's a, you know, that, and you know what? So can the listeners. The listeners feel like they now have an open forum. Because he, did he not say explicitly, I'll tell you whatever you want to know. He did. He did. He said it straight up. And I believe him. And you can find him on Snapchat. I don't remember exactly what that was right off the bat, but he told you what his Snapchat handle was. So be sure to listen to that and add him on Snapchat, chat with him, send him pictures, whatever. He will love it. But we do thank him for joining us as well. Uh, Before we go, just a couple of things. We've already posted volume one of our best of Apex Live segments. It's about 55 minutes to an hour long covers some of the best moments of the first seven or eight episodes. We're going to be doing volume two here soon. And I thought it turned out really well. It was a lot of fun to do that and go back and listen to some of those things. And we'll be doing more as time goes on. Uh, Obviously they're also sponsored by our sponsor, blue gold title research and our good friend, Jim Ashley, who's going to join us again here soon. And we certainly thank him for his support. Steve, this was a fun one. I had fun. I needed it really tell you the truth. I've been kind of like, not taking my antidepressants, so I'm like a little down in the dumps. But this show is an antidepressant. Yeah, I needed that's this what I said. I needed, I needed a dose. And we're going to try to do another one here, maybe not next weekend, but probably the weekend after that. We're going to try to start doing two a month. If we do two a month, I think that's good. It allows things to happen, and then we can yeah. analyze them and talk about them. Which reminds me. I like to do this every fucking day if I could you know, do it every day. Could but. you imagine us having a daily radio show? I'd like to get paid, though. Like, I mean, not that it's worth, like, my, I mean, not like... Oh, I, I'm not doing this every day unless we're getting paid. But can you imagine It would us, have to be, like, a monumental amount. It'd be just something I could pay my fucking bills with. Right. Like, could I you, would be happy. Could you, you know? imagine us having a daily radio show for two or three hours a day? I would t- I would gladly do it. I I'd hope we could. It. That'd be a blast. I'd love it. Yeah. Hmm. Who knows? I think we may need to talk to some people. I have some connections. I have some people that I know who work in the industry. And we could just analyze things as they happen. Or just get some more sponsors for this so it actually could, like, do something like that, some plugs. I'm not very good at that kind of shit, but I'd go with it. Don't be surprised if that doesn't start to happen here soon. But before we go, we have – that's right. It's it's a twofer, Steve. We have another. That's what we call teeth. We have another. Poofers. (laughs) Speaking of people who generally don't have many teeth – And that's either because they've been knocked out by angry fathers or because they love drugs. It's time for another Virginia Tech update. I'm being chased by the cops. What are you being chased by cops? You drive fast. I can't see a damn thing. I love that theme music. Dateline Charlotte, North Carolina. This took place. As part of the New Year's Eve celebrations, this is why this particular past New Year's Eve is one of my favorites of all time. The Virginia Tech Hokies made it to a bowl game, and they advanced to the Belk Bowl to take on the Kentucky Wildcats. I thought it would be a good game, Steve. I had some things to do here, and I I considered going, but then I thought, yeah, I'm just going to get in a fight. The zombie retailer bowl? 
It was the Belk Bowl. I know. Well, Belk's probably going to go out. So, I, you yeah, know, the they, they're, they're still killing it. They yeah. are still ki- – a lot of places aren't, but they're still doing really well, apparently. Hmm. Well, they went to the Belk Bowl, and I've been to that bowl game three times in my life and yeah. had a great experience every time. Well, they're going to play Kentucky. First of all, Virginia Tech versus Kentucky. That doesn't sound like anywhere I want to be. No. I don't know about you. I just don't think I want to. They should play Duquesne or something like that. It'd be a better game. Okay, so they go play Virginia Tech and Kentucky. Now, here's the thing about Kentucky. Their quarterback got hurt in the first part of the year. Yeah. Had another guy. It's just It just wasn't working. So they go and get their wide receiver. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to be our new quarterback. Well, the problem is he can't throw. That's not good, but he, he can is, run. He can run like crazy. He's a punt returner. He's a great athlete. He's shifty. He can do anything. So they put him in at quarterback, and the offense just goes crazy. It's like you're going to get 50 touches a game. Go out and do something. We'll run the ball with our running backs behind it. You'll Basically, it's the kind of offense where a pass is a trick play. Like Baltimore a little bit. I mean, they've integrated, Even worse than that. They've integrated a lot more this year. So well, yeah. Lamar can throw. Yeah, but now we can. This is like, it's just not going to happen. A pass is a trick play. It's that kind of an offense. You would think that no matter how shifty he is, if you're that big, mighty, strong, unstoppable, unquenchable Virginia Tech defense, you would be able to do something with it, right? Yeah. Well, with 10 seconds left, Lynn Bowden Jr. takes Kentucky down the field and defeats Virginia Tech inside 20 seconds to go. With a touchdown pass. Nice. Ah, <laughs> trick play. He makes two unbelievable throws. They threw you 10. You said Jr.? Yeah, something like that. No relation. Oh, okay. Believe me. Okay, I believe He's you. much more tanned. Um, <laughs> he made two amazing throws. I think they threw 10 or 11 passes the entire game. Yeah. Most of them weren't good. Late in the fourth quarter, he threw one down the sideline, and the receiver broke his route off because he thought there's no way he's going to throw it. It was an interception, and you thought game over. Yeah. They got the ball back, converted on fourth down, and then go down the field and hits a touchdown pass, which was an amazing throw to a slot receiver, to beat Virginia Tech right at the end of the game. Nice. There was weeping and wailing and rending of garments and gnashing of teeth amongst the few Hokies who bothered <laughs> to show up at the game. And let me tell you, what a great way to finish my year is watching <laughs> sad Hokies in Charlotte. West Virginia didn't go to a bowl game. You know what? That's true. And we had a new we had a new coaching staff and a big transition. We had a great close to the year in the last four games of the year. We've got a lot of positive energy going forward a lot of excitement and encouragement and we didn't lose on a touchdown pass to kentucky from a quarterback who doesn't throw the ball because he can't throw the ball and we still couldn't stop him (laughs) so at least that didn't happen and that is our twofer virginia tech update we also have another episode coming up steve Mm -hmm. we talked about it in the early episodes of this podcast and We've been building toward it and trying to figure out which ones were going to be included and what have you. I'm sure Justin will come back and be a guest for part of it. I'd say Dave, if we can reach Dave, will be part of it at some point. We are going to finally do our conspiracy theory episode. Nice. And we're going to cover some of the most well-known conspiracy theories. We'll analyze them. Do we think that they're legitimate or not? Break down some of the details of them. And then we'll get into a couple of the lesser known ones like... The conspiracy about the song Hotel California 
and all these. And then there are some of them that are just so insane. I don't know how they even get traction, much less, much less merit. Things like the moon isn't real. It's a projection. <laughs> there are people or who gas. believe that. It's just it's psychotic. So we're going to talk about that as well. But that's all coming up later. This episode was full of fun stuff. Steve, I had a blast. I had fun. I don't know about you, but I, you said how much you needed this. I needed this, too. We, I'm hoping we can be busy. We don't have any chaos that makes us take hiatuses again. We've got a new studio in the works where we can sit back and chill out even more for whenever we don't have guests. The future of Apex Live, I assure you, is bright. And it's exceptionally bright. And this is just the first one of the decade and of the year. Even though it's 70 degrees in January and it feels like the end of the world is here. It doesn't make any sense. Man. Steve, I enjoyed it. Thank you, man. I thank you. Episode 22 is in the books. 23 will be on its way to you soon. We promise. Just some advice. Betrayal never comes from your enemies. Watch your six. If you get the chance to forgive someone, do it. You'll be glad you did because it doesn't just release them from that pain and that burden. It releases you too. Just don't keep making the same mistakes. Learn from the past. The scars that you earn are only as important as the lessons that you learn in the process of getting them. Can people change? Yes. But they rarely do. Because it's easier not to. And deep down, they're probably big fans of who they really are. Let's be careful out there. Until next time, I'm Brad, that's Steve. This has been Apex Live. Good night, America. Wherever you are.